What is up, Queens? That's how they start. <laughs> Lev doesn't know anything about this. I've been telling him a little bit. Welcome to the female dating. Well, it's not the female dating strategy podcast. It's me listening to the female dating strategy podcast with people who also hate the female dating strategy podcast. Joined by my friend, hilarious comedian Lev Fur. Thanks, buddy. Dude, thanks for coming. You were you were kind of hesitant on doing this. I was very hesitant because you think that it'll kind of. You'll say something that I think if there's one thing that's going to bait me and trigger me into ruining my career, sure. it's like women telling it like it is. What was the comment that you posted on your Instagram of a, someone left a funny comment that you went from? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was like um, it's been a great transition watching you go from uh, unfunny wannabe actor to funny fat misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark side, pal. <laughs> Nailed it. You are in good company over here. Uh, welcome everybody else. This is uh, is a good time. So, someone we're just in the chat. So, uh, someone says, "Has he, he's been on the bathhouse?" Yes, you've been on the bathhouse before. Yeah, great has, show. Yeah, good time. So, this is the female dating strategy we're covering today. Covering. I say this like this is like an academic thing. <laughs> <laughs> episode. This is episode sixty-two. We've done sixty-one episodes. How many do you plan to do of these? Oh, no, no. So the whole thing was I started it, and then I was like, I want to catch up. Yeah. Because when I started, they had already had, I believe, 60 episodes or something. So I'm playing, I'm going from behind. I'm playing catch up. So on Christmas <laughs> Day, I did 10 episodes. I got drunk in the studio by myself and did like something <laughs> like 10 episodes. Yeah. Sometimes we skip them, though. Sometimes it's like they an get... obsession, dude. Well, it's, yeah, kind of, I guess. But it's just one of those things where, you, you know, like we're- maps we're, with, like, red lines. Like, <laughs> like, this is where they're recording. We're committed. So, there's three of them. Yeah. One lives in Canada. One lives in America. One lives in England. They do it all over Zoom. Okay. It started, they did, like, a, um, a subreddit. They did this really big subreddit called The Female Dating Strategy. Okay. And I found out about them because they put me on blast in their subreddit for a joke I made about Gabby Petito. Yeah. Right, and that's how I. They use the term low value male. So their whole thing is they go, "There's high value males." Uh, I always mix it up, but I think there's always high value males, low value males, scrotes, and then negative value males. That's like the hierarchy of yeah. men. Where do they place Brian Laundry? He would be a, a negative value male. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And they have they have uh, of merch. So we have some of their you merch. You bought their fucking merch. You bought dude? some of their merch. Did you use your real name when you ordered it? Fuck yeah! They didn't know who I was when when I bought it, and then we asked them because look, that looks like Ryan. Yeah. And then that looks like me, and we were like, "Did they make it from us?" But then they were in the chat recently, and she just said, "No, that's just what scrotes look like." Okay. So we just look like that, scrotes. Those all could pass for me. That as looks well. like Ryan. That probably looks like you too. <laughs> or maybe if you get I a look tan. similar to you. Yeah, dude. I know, right? So. Anyways, we have some of their merch. Go support them, femaledatingstrategy.com. Don't really, but uh, they have a Patreon. It's um, it's a tough listen, but anyway, so there's three of them. One of them, because we, we hear rumors from the rumor mill, so one of them, uh, the Canadian one, she's not doing the show right now because of uh, medical misogyny. Right, right. It's yeah. a pressing issue. I don't know. I don't even know what it really means, but... Uh, it's med the medical misogyny is keeping her out of the game. So there's only two of them, but we're still is, when there's three. What is that's all you know on this? On this They're rumor? anonymous because they they say crazy shit. Oh, so they have to be anonymous, and they all have real jobs and stuff. Okay. So there's Savannah. She's um she's a uh, person of color and size. She's the British one. <laughs> okay. Uh, there How is, do you know that? You just oh, hear that she's hear fat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you'll hear. You're, she's Plus, the one that does a lot of chewing on Mike. No, no, no. You'll, dude, there is, it's like, like the first few episodes, people were like, she's huge, right? And then, <laughs> and then there was a recent episode, which I haven't listened to, but I've heard where she got lap band surgery. So confirmed. Okay. Then there's um, <laughs> the one that's not on the show anymore. And then there's uh, Roe, the American one. So. Uh, all right. So, and if anybody wants to subscribe to my channel, there's a little counter in the top corner. Uh, like I said last week, it would be the funnier move would be to unsubscribe. <laughs> That's the funnier move because I put the counter on the screen. Yeah. So the, the funny move is to unsubscribe. But but don't do that. They can. Generally, what they do is they unsubscribe and then they resubscribe. Re-subscribe so, yeah. um, all right. So. How do you find out she's fat? She's like, the hardest part of dating is finding a restaurant with some big No, she's ass British. No, no, you'll hear. She's like. <sighs> Like that's she like it sounds like <laughs> she's eating like air. her cheeks are like yeah like yeah yeah taking up too much of her mouth <laughs> if that makes sense from the inside um, but anyways okay so that's I think that's all you really need to know okay. about them this is episode um, this is episode sixty two it's called a breakup survival guide oh here's another thing too so I give I because I'm a man of the people. Um, we give the option to the viewers because we're doing this kind of all together uh, if they want to skip the episode or not. Okay. So we give them the episode, uh, option to skip and then we'll move on. So we haven't actually listened to 61 episodes. We skip some of them. Okay. Uh, because some of them are just brutal. Uh, all right. So I put the poll up. <laughs> if you want to skip and don't answer. Yeah. Some people will just go answer right away even though we haven't listened to it yet. But uh, all right. So this is episode 62 of the female Dating Strategy Podcast. Lev, welcome. Welcome to the crew, I'm I guess. excited to listen. Um, all right, let's just do this. What's up, queens? What's welcome up, queens? to the female dating... That's how they start every episode. I can't wait to hear one of these voices and find out it's an ex of mine. <laughs> it's not. No, there's only one American. So if, if that's not the one that's talking right now. And it's weird because sometimes... And some people are so crazy, so I do it in one and a quarter speed. Yeah. And then some people will listen to it at double speed. So they're listening to it at like two and a half speed. Yeah, yeah. It's, we, we've one and a half sometimes too fast. Um, so we'll strategy podcast, the meanest female only podcast on the internet. I'm Ro. And I'm Lilith. Oh, yeah. And so I think one of them has a boyfriend. Like, that's the thing. They're giving all this female dating yes, yeah. tips, but they're all single. Well, that's the thing. All of these like female dating shows, none of them are in meaningful relationships. No. And a lot of their advice is basically like, you're too good for any yeah. guy. So you'll yeah, yeah. always be single for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's uh, it's an odd one. They're odd, odd group. And again, it's still just us. Where's the vandalist? I miss her so much. Oh, so, oh, the British one's not here on this episode. That's a bummer. She's, I guess, on vacation. Uh, she's okay, though. She's, she's fine. Okay. She's fine. She's just recovering. This might be a skip because she's of that. She's also recovering from surgery and also on a bit of a vacation. Oh, so this is maybe when she had her lap band surgery. <laughs> this is why she's on... So it's like, treat yourself yourself well. So she's been on a break (laughs) from podcast-related things for the past few weeks. There's so much content that we're kind of saving for when she gets back. Her voice is like, hey, dude, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) You just find out it's Bobby Kelly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be out for a little while, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You'll hear it. Too bad. We'll have to get a clip of her just so you can hear what she sounds like. We don't want to, like... We want her input. Let me put it that way. There's some topics we want her input on, and we're saving them for when she gets back. Yeah. So we're doing another handbook post, but this time, I want to say, actually, you know, with the subreddit being shut, we're, you know, compiling the remaining handbook posts, and it's sort of like a trip down memory lane for me, honestly, because early in my FDS days, this is like almost two years ago now, you know, reading these posts and like a lot of- By the way, the guest with us today is Lev Fur. Uh, 
you know what? I'll I'll, I'll put it because I said special guest in the um in the just calling me retarded YouTube thing. Uh it's not far <laughs> off, but not far off, Lev. Uh, <laughs> but I'll put it in there just so it's no longer a special guest. Um, not far that? off, Oops. Lev. <laughs> Sorry. Option. Do that. A lot of the FDS stuff I was hostile to at first, actually, and then it sort of grew on me. And then I was like, hey, actually, they have a lot of good points. Me two years ago as a lip pick me. You know, FDS actually has a lot of good points. Do you know any of these terms? Uh, pick me. Do you know about the term? I have. Yeah, I know. Pick me. So they don't love they don't love the pick me's. Yeah, I mean, the, why would they like a woman who gets into a relationship? Exactly. The, like they, <laughs> they are like pick me's are kind of scabs. Yeah. yeah to yeah, them. Yeah. So they hate, hate pick me's. By the way, everybody go uh, subscribe to Lev's YouTube. I just put it in the in the uh, title and the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, thing. You know what I mean. So this week we're reading The Breakup Survival Guide by Redbird Flies, one of the strategy coaches who was active on FDS you know, a few years back. So what's great about this post is it gives practical advice of how to get over a breakup in a way that's not toxic to yourself and also help prepare you for the idea that you could move on and date someone else. Mm -hmm. So we're going to read through a lot of the key points and great tips that are encompassed in this post to help you get past a breakup. What I like about this post... These are going to be bad, by the way. This is how it talks about uh, self-care in a way that is mostly to do with not buying things. You know how in like LibFem Media, they're like, oh, self-care, get yourself some bubble bath. By the way, we're going, so the poll currently is saying skip this episode. Uh, only 40 votes, though. We'll go to the 10-minute mark, uh, and we'll decide. Uh, you know, buy low-value whale in the comments. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. That's what they call them. That's so funny. Some wine, do this and this. This post actually says the opposite. It says, avoid the following. Avoid online dating. Avoid dating in general. You know, like attracts yeah. like. If you're broken, you'll only attract someone who's broken. So heal first. When you feel emotionally stable, you can start dating again. And then it says... These chicks are not emotionally stable. Like, like the people who honestly listen to this thing, like, yeah. for... Well, you can hear that right before they clicked record. They're like, you fucking miss every episode! <laughs> I'm fucking carrying this! The other bitch is getting uh, a lap band! I'm surprised that... I We actually wondered, because the one we know has left, and like I wonder if it's, like she says, it's medical misogyny, but yeah, if yeah, it's because yeah. like they just couldn't get along. They're, they're medically massaging me. We had to go to <laughs> specialists. <laughs> says avoid alcohol and drugs and i think this is a really important point because a lot of people you know use alcohol and drugs as a really unhealthy coping mechanism when they're going through heartbreak and i think that that actually prolongs and extends your suffering i really support now you know sobriety basically <laughs> that's such a cultural thing whenever you see people going through breakups or divorces on television you always see them drowning their so this one talking is the one who joins us in the chat Occasionally. Okay. They immediately drink a bottle of wine. Yeah, bottle of wine, tub of ice cream. I mean, I like ice cream, but there's got to be better mechanisms than that. <laughs> I mean, you could just... It, the, the thing immediately that happens is you can tell these are two people that nobody has ever said to them, you should have a show where you talk. Oh, hell no. They're not, like gifted talker oh you or... don't dude i was we were grinding it out on the first like 20 episodes <laughs> well, they were figuring everybody while well, they were like figuring out like level audio levels and stuff <laughs> because it was all over zoom and they would all sound different and they had like didn't have they were doing it legit on like their apple like, yeah you know, the ones that come with the iphone i mean this sounds so far like when you are if you're like your girlfriend has her friends over it's a zoom call and yeah you're just hearing their conversation from yeah. the living room yeah, and yeah you're yeah. like wow i'm so glad i'm a dude 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's not exactly right. She writes, not only are they unhealthy immune suppressants, they're also chemical depressants and lengthen your healing process. Sure, go out and have some cocktails with your girlfriends, crying your martini, just don't make it a habit and don't use it as a coping mechanism. And then, okay, here's another one that actually I felt personally attacked by when I first read this, I think. Uh, pain shopping. Delete him from all social media. Delete his friends. Delete all your photos. Pain shopping will set you back in the healing process. Because this is something I... Pain shopping? I think she's saying like... Because you got dumped, you just started spending money on shit. So then if you just delete the guy, it'll be like out of sight, out of mind? Yeah. I don't know. I love that also her advice to Jed was just like, don't be an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Their advice is so bad. I actually used to fucking do whatever going through a breakup. I would like re-traumatize myself by like looking him up on social media or like looking at pictures of us together. And that would just, again, just prolongs your suffering, right? Prolongs the emotional attachment. And it's like, why was I doing this to myself? <laughs> it's just causing myself unnecessary pain. It's so important to just reject and eliminate that sort of negativity from your mind, you know? Yeah. And also it's like a self-respect thing, right? Because you're not, I think, fully respecting yourself if you are continuously prioritizing a person who's deprioritized you from their life, right? And the one thing I'll kind of respect about my exes and specifically one ex-boyfriend is that like, I was like Facebook and Instagram friends with a bunch of his friends. And then like after we broke up, like his whole crew, like completely unfriended me and shit. And like, okay, I respect it. The relationship was over. Yeah, because men have strong boundaries. Men are raised to have strong boundaries, right? Exactly. And I think that's actually- Who do you think is better, men or women? Actually, <laughs> a power room is like. In fact, I do that all the time in real life, and even on my FDS Twitter. Is sometimes we're not even like talking right now, and we're putting on a better show. <laughs> <laughs> Does that answer the question? Just the fact that we're not Dude, doing this, that. Dude, this this vote, by the way, is fifty fifty. Uh, to skip, skip on skipping this. All right. So, oh God. yeah, get your votes in, people. I'm like, I, I'm genuinely having a really hard time listening to them just because. You, oh yeah. You zone out. <laughs> you just really stop. You look for keywords. Like, what did you say? Lib, fucking. Uh, Dude, they just uh, fem lib media. For, yeah, uh, lib fem media. Frame of reference to they think John Cena. Yeah. Is a low value male. Oh really? Yeah, this is like just to understand who fits in what boxes. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Cena. Why do they think John, they're like you can't? Because pay him. he made his uh, fiance, who was also a wrestler at the time, sign this seventy-five page contract, yeah. like basically like the seventy-five page NDA, and that it basically said like if they broke up, she had to move out like the next day out of his house, and yeah. and the contract referred to her as his like house guest, even though it was like his wife. Yeah, Bobby Lee could use one of these. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, that all, that all sounds kind of perfect, honestly. I mean, it's smart. Yeah, Cena you just, follows me on Twitter. Shout out Cena. Yeah. I mean, it's it just, it has, uh, it's one of those things where you have to have the guts to be able to pull that off. That's a tough move. Yeah. Dude, you're getting married to your chick and you go, here's a 75-page contract. <laughs> you're referred to in the contract as a house guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, good luck. That's sick, dude. That's so <laughs> That's sick. so sick. <laughs> he's a fucking high-value man. Yeah, well who done. doesn't want to be that successful? Of course. Like, oh, I love he's that. He's just looking out for John Cena. I won't block them. I'll just sort of soft block them. And then they always come up and be like, why did you unfollow me? And it's like, I just, you know, it's like that is a good way of getting rid of toxic people or shit testing or just eliminating them from your life. Yeah. And I feel like the only guys who would still be friends with me after I broke up with a guy are guys who are trying to be the next one. Yeah. is ch- Chomps. Can you be friends with an ex? Just not you personally, but just in general? Uh, you, you can. Are you actually friends with any of your exes? Today, no. no. Because I've been, in a, I've been in a relationship for a while. Yeah. So, you, so, so no. no. No, yeah. you can't. I, I agree. This is, by the way, so tight. Fifty-one forty-nine. Skip. Uh, yes, is winning this. So 
I'm just going to wait. We're at 87 votes right now. At 100 votes, we're going to cap it. Whatever the answer is at 100 okay. votes. Truthfully, the other problem is that like if you don't unfriend him and his friends or they don't unfriend you, unless you're like really interested in some other guy that's part of his friend crew, which is messy, but you know, we're not going to judge, I guess, on that one if he's better than the guy you were dating, but messy, but upgrade. Yeah, if it's an upgrade, I guess. But at the same time, understand that like you're opening yourself up for drama the longer that you keep engaging on the internet with men, with the guy you're dating or used to date or in his friend group. I will say though, like it would be pretty gangster if women started doing that same thing consistently but women are like always trying to keep the doors open and i think it's just a social media clout thing if you break up with a guy and your bestie doesn't like unfriend him with you i'm not sure that's your bestie yeah no i agree like in fact that's an expectation would you if your friend breaks up with a chick would you unfriend the chick if you were if my friend breaks up with a chick that I... you a friend like uh, your friends were first and then like you you know first become, of all i tr- instagram friends with i try to avoid that follow in the first place sure but so sometimes that, you just get you know you get yeah, tagged yeah. in a thing right so if you do end up having to follow them i feel like after they break up i think after about three months or a straight on after about three months i'll see you later yeah yeah i'm out of there okay. why do i need to follow you now i feel like that's I know, weird it's pointless yeah because the guy's gonna end up unfollowing you at some point probably for and, sure and then i'm like still following you yeah and f- I, I totally agree and then also you're like yeah you just see this like essentially chick you barely know with her yeah, new life yeah. and stuff and then like, every time you think about liking a photo you're like is my friend gonna think i'm trying to fuck her yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing I but i also i love that she's like yeah for women it's different because like you know we try to keep options open it's like no women if they're getting out of a relationship they want to have a new life raft to get on like when guys get out of a relationship they want to be fucking single and be like i'm free i'm gonna fuck an asian girl when chicks get out of a relationship, they're like, I need my next relationship lined up yesterday. Okay, so I got bad news for some people. This is a skip. It was This was really tight, too. No was winning, and then right at the end, a bunch of yes votes came in. So we're, skipping, skip. we're now skipping this episode. 51. Oh man, it's so close, though. It's literally still at 51 to 49. I voted. What do you think? What did you vote? I'll let you be the decider because it is so close. Here's the problem. What do you like, want to do? I'm worried life? that their follow-up to a breakup episode is going to be like a phone-in. And in their heads, this is like a big Oh, episode. they phone in every episode. You want to know what the do you want me to know what the <laughs> next episode is just so you can decide? Will that help you decide? Yeah. Let's okay. see what it's called. We'll look it up. Because it's going back and forth. It's literally going yes, no, yes, no, yes, no in the poll. Like it's it's I think these people have more subscribers than me. Uh they have two thousand. I know. Well, then please go subscribe to everybody. Go subscribe to Love. He's hilarious. Puts out great content. Um, The next episode is Her Hacks Cyber. So it's a female cybersecurity agency by the sounds of it. (laughs) Cybersecurity researchers dispel dispel myths about AirTag stalking. This is like kind of a tech episode. They usually don't do that. That's the episode after that. Like and then you're pitching it like, this is kind of a tech one. Like, it's a fun thing. <laughs> and then the episode after this one is Baldness is Dadness. Maxim Magazine publishes bald propaganda. <laughs> Dude, all these titles are like AI generated. Like, no yeah, human wrote from, these. This is from before AI, though. Well, these are chicks are like kind of NPCs. You know what? The the votes keep going, and no has taken kind of the lead here. I'm just we're gonna listen to it. I'm sorry if you voted. Yeah, somebody said skipping this episode won't make the next any better. <laughs> it's true. Let's just listen to this. It's a short episode. I'll say this: it's a short. Episode. That I have this if like someone three hours. really hurts me. Or Some of them me. have been like an hour and a half. This is only fifty minutes, which is a short for them. Okay. Yeah, I think Savannah left. She's the fat British one, and then uh, like I guess the whole thing just falls apart. They're just they are phoning it in. So, um, all right. Sorry if you voted 
your vote doesn't count this time. And my friend like still keeps talking to them. I don't see her as like a real friend. I'm like, she gets downgraded to acquaintance basically. Anyways, the poster goes on to say, you know, toxic people that pick me to friend dropper, that low value man you talk to for ego kibbles, block him. Yes. So the pick me your friend, especially because your pick me your friend is going to be the one that's going to tell you, it's going to give you extremely bad advice first of all, about how to deal with a breakup and situation because she's in her own little pick Misha loop, but also probably won't defend you, right? And that's the worst type of friend, the kind of friend you realize once a breakup happens that they were never really your friend, they were just around for clout. Yeah, or they'll try to, especially if the reason why you're breaking up is because the man was either being like abusive or just like not treating you right, is if you try to talk to your pick me friend about, oh, he was doing this and this like horrible thing, you know, she might jump in and, well, have you thought about, you know, why he might do that? Maybe he's emotionally repressed or, you know, we'll try to make excuses for his behavior or, you know, maybe he didn't mean it like that or, you know, try to make it seem like your standards are unreasonable because again that's the problem with pick me's is they have low standards for themselves they expect other women to have low standards and so see they hate pick me's but also pick me's are all in like happy relationships with kids and husbands yeah, yeah they're all yeah, single yeah. but they're like but we're not pick me's here's what this is my but we're alone what do they identify as the opposite of a pick me it's like they think they're Them. the picker yeah they're their whole thing is they're like look guys are not shit you should never go like if a guy if you go on a date with a guy and he's like let's go for coffee yeah no like like if a guy goes let's go grab coffee like done like if a guy um like they are so like they have so many rules like if a guy wants to basically anything that's not like a really nice dinner date they're like fuck this guy yeah i mean it's very simply uh if you like the best relationship advice i think you could give any woman is show up don't be annoying yeah. Just keep showing up until he goes, you know what? This chick adds value to my life and doesn't cause problems. Sure. Blow him a lot. <laughs> and that's literally all you have to do. And we will tolerate just about most of the bullshit. Be you fairly us. quiet. That's it. Yeah. Just be a, be pleasant to be around. <sighs> Yeah, and they just can't easier said than done you know man. I mean? i'm really if hoping that's a pick me of just going like hi i'd like a partner i'm uh uh you know i have something it's to basically offer. like you're just willing to you know make certain concessions yes the idea like everything they're they're preaching is like this is exactly this trap that the uh, so many women i think are falling into now where they end up being in their 40s and they're single and they're like no guy's good enough and like that's you, them and you could tell the way they feel that way is because like they dudes fucked them yeah and then quickly decided like oh this chick's annoying mm-hmm. i don't want to date this chick and so now they're like all men are garbage that's this is them yeah you, yeah you kind of figured them out i hope one of the one shows up in the chat to refute some of these things if you try to go through your breakup being like i don't have to put up with this shit i'm better than this i'm gonna raise my standards or something they'll be like a crab in the bucket trying to keep you down right and i've experienced this with women who i thought were my friends but they were actually just groupies of the man i was dating and his friends ew it's kind of gross <laughs> what? it's so what you you're gonna have a few of these what that means is they were like bitch this guy is above your reach (laughs) we like him and she's like i don't know he keeps pushing coffee totally it's like just the fact that they like him they go that's a red flag gross but those women exist those are the toxic pick especially when you're breaking up don't deal with them it's sad being groupies of men who aren't even like famous like some women just have like very low self-esteem which is sad but i realized they weren't actually my friend they just were my strategic political friend because of the fact that i was dealing with some guy who do these women think they are I mean, they're talking like they're the fucking uh, royal family. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> like they're using me for cloud and my political gain. Oh, they're trying to take the king off her throne. <laughs> like, what? Are, she's living like she's in a fucking Game of Thrones episode. Like, some dude named Brad is trying to fuck you. <laughs> and you're like, no, you don't understand the inner power dynamics of the scenario. That is honestly... 
I'm not in a fraternity or sorority or anything like that either, but you'll see different types of politics like that in groups like that. So if if you are in a frat and a sorority, if you have any type of professional group, I don't know. It's just like, even if it's like your rec center, like sports team, right? There's just like some women that just like want to be down with a guy so bad Mm. that they'll like, that they'll just befriend any girl they think is an in for them. And then you realize like later when they totally ignore biology too, in like all senses, they like, they totally (laughs) disregard the fact that like, yeah, some women just like really have this urge to reproduce. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so do men. But also they're like, yeah, these women are like fans of dudes. It's like, yeah, it's because it's competition. They're being competitive for the sperm that's available. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. They're like, these fucking groupie bitches. It's like, no, they're not groupies. They want they, a baby inside of them. They ignore all of this biological oh stuff. God. Like, completely. And you break up or you're no longer associated with that group. That girl's not actually your friend. She's actually just a groupie for that group of men. And she just wants to be attached to you because you're drawing their attention. Yeah. Or just, you know, any woman that's like overly male identified. I know that like the word male identified is usually is used a little. Oh, they hate trans people. Male identified. I don't know what that means. Like, just okay. identifies like likes guys or like one of the guys chicks. Okay. You know, those ones like like the ones who like any woman who pretends to like sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of stuff. AKA women in relationships. <laughs> all heterosexual women. Are no, my girlfriend fucking hates sports. I can't get her to do anything. Oh really? Women who date men in general by certain types of feminists, but in this case, I mean male identified as in prioritizes men, and so there are women, yeah, who will throw women under the bus for male attention, and those are the sorts of women that are a little bit dangerous, and you need to separate themselves you need to if you are going to interact with pick me's it needs to be when you're in a strong state don't be around pick me's when you're in a weakened state like after a breakup right oh that's really God. what it comes down to and same thing with the other point about talking to men that are low value who give you ego kibbles those kinds of men are waiting for you to be that's a new so one by the be- way ego kibbles that's we've never because they have like a nomenclature yeah, kind yeah. of thing all the terminology they use that has never been used before is ego kibbles but that's also like, uh, you know what I will say to their credit? That's how you get a podcast to succeed. Is, is you have to, it, it, it creates stupid language. It's also, sure. That's, like, a, that's what the merch people buy. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like all flimits. That's why I've never sold a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all flimits is great. All flimits, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Ego kibbles. Um, all right the shoulder that you cry on and then will, might take advantage of you when you're in an emotionally vulnerable state. So don't expose you're yourself like, to uh, shady people when you're vulnerable. Don't fall for the ego kibbles. Like you're saying you're dogs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we can't resist these kibbles. Uh, and if they were here and you said that, they'd be like, no. <laughs> They're like, wow, this guy's groupies are really fucking in his ear. Oh, yeah. By the way, like the stream at 100 likes. I'll give away a channel membership as Per usual, give away a brick to throw to their <laughs> fucking studio, dude. They don't have a studio. It's we're listening to a Zoom call. Yes. So she continues. Forget about up leveling for now. You need to heal first. You can't build on a weak foundation. Completely agree. Do as much of this as you can. One. Make a list of the lies you believed about yourself and your relationship. Replace also, each love, lie with the truth. Like and when a painful thought pops in your foundation. head, replace it with the truth. What are I these love visualization exercises like this, and I know. They- <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I just think it's funny. They're like, you can't build on a weak foundation. What do these bitches know about construction? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do they fucking All ever- they know about is how to trick dudes into doing their bidding. <laughs> That's about it. Come across cheesy when people first suggest them, but sometimes just writing things out and having like a logical process to process your pain helps you feel like you have some kind of control over it and that you have the ability to reshape your thinking. And I know it just it's hard to explain to people like how your brain starts to reset when you start to see your problem in front of you like in a tangible writing, but it's really important to do. And I think if you're really, really, really stuck, sometimes just making the old school pros and cons list, like the T-chart with the pros and cons actually does help. So funny story, I actually, I've done that with a lot of breakups that I've had. Like there've been a lot of times- where- These chicks have been around, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. They've been around the block. I don't even think they're that old either. We At first we thought they were like in their 40s, but yeah. they say they're in their like 20s and 30s. Right. In a relationship, 
so, with a guy and like 35 to me would be my bet I'm noticing the problems and you know the relationship still in my mind I consider it to be mostly good I'm like oh but he's a good guy you know he hasn't done this and this but you know there's these problems right so I'll actually write out a pros and cons start if I'm thinking I'm about breaking willing up. to bet anything that at the point when this girl is doing a pros and cons chart she has already been dumped <laughs> and then she's like okay do yeah. i want this to end retroactively doing the pros yeah, and cons yeah. chart you know, it's too late for that she's lady. like pro he's tall con he just dumped me With him, uh, and like i remember one guy the guy was dating when i was like 17 or 18 and wrote a pros and cons list and like on the pro there was like maybe four or five pros good qualities about him on the cons list there was like 20 cons and just being able to like visually see like oh the things that i thought were good about him i'd really magnified or inflated in my head on the pro side when you see it physically written like there's four or five things on the pro and like 20 things on the negative side okay you know you can't rationalize it at that point it becomes crystal clear right yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard to lie to yourself when you see the cold heart truth exactly right so it might seem cheesy but These chicks are all about lying to themselves too that's me like just this is a big fact thinking yeah. about it isn't enough you actually physically have to write it down and it's so helpful yes but what she said about replace each lie with the truth and when a painful thought pops in your head replace it with the truth she's basically describing kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy this is a type of therapy where they interrupt destructive thought patterns or thought loops and so this often happens this is a very common problem for people to have where you know something bad happens they're like i'm stupid or i'm worthless or no one likes me and then it just sort of becomes this really negative feedback loop and when you actually take a moment to stop and be like hey wait that's not true like i'm not unlikable there's actually lots of people who like me or you know I'm not worthless. I do this and this good stuff for my community, you know? So replacing those sorts of self-destructive thoughts with like a positive thought, a true positive thought is so helpful, right? Number two, pray for guidance and healing. Pray oh, like hell. If you're not speaking... Mm. Yeah. yeah mm. I will for the soul. I'm taking that... For Nourishment for the soul. I'm taking that kibble home with me. <laughs> Ego kibble is insane. I wonder where, the, where, the, where that came from. This is just like chicken soup for the dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because Lev, I tried to get you to do this stream, and you're like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." You're like, "I'm gonna say crazy shit." Or whatever. Yeah, I know. This is like and so, it's coming out. Dude, my agent's a chick. Like, this is the end of me, bro. Yeah, but dude, it's like, I mean, this is kind of the stuff you're putting out these days. No, it's not at all. I, I left this realm. I don't touch dating do anymore at all. Yeah, but you were doing the opposite. You were like, "You're so brave." No, I no. used to be like, "No, you were. You're so brave," and then you're like, "Trump's sick." <laughs> I was not like Trump sick. This is a common misconception about my past. I was just like, yo, everybody sucks. That yeah, was the whole thing. Yeah. And that sounded a lot like Trump sick at the time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> yeah, at the time it did. You were like, denounce Trump. And you're like, I don't know, they're all bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> Spiritual, skip the praying and meditate on accepting light and healing. I feel like manifesting is like the secular version of praying, if that makes sense, right? So I'll just light a candle and like manifest good fortune, you know? I just love like how like manifesting, like toxic, like all these- Yeah, they use all the words. This world of terms they, they live around just to hide the fact that their pussy stinks. Yeah. There's one a quarter speed, by the way, everybody, right now, <laughs> one and a half, because um, people are in the chat. But another crazy thing is, and this is the we weird part, is you're going to find yourself starting to agree with them on certain things, yeah, which yeah. is when you really like- are we getting to the suicide chunk? No, no, no. But you'll <laughs> feel like you'll, they'll say something. You go, oh, that's pretty. 
Pretty yeah, I mean, there's definitely something in the brain that benefits from people doing some kind of meditation. And prayer is just a form of meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Buddhists have a form of meditation. So many of the different types of religions have some kind of meditation practice. I mean, it's like early human behavioral therapy, right? It's like clearing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound really cheesy, like becoming one with your surroundings or the universe and realizing your own insignificance in a way Yeah, helps you to prioritize yeah. your problems. <laughs> it's like a lot of these things seem like they're life ending. And then you realize I'm just one little tiny little link in a long chain of human humanity and it puts your life in perspective and you realize these are like the thoughts 14 year olds figure out <laughs> when they go to coachella for the first time what if we're all like what on if a, man what if the whole earth is like a bead of sand <laughs> and like a bigger earth shut the fuck up <laughs> jesus christ oh, yeah. who is this like who's listening to this like wow I never thought of that. <laughs> that is fucking wild. Dude. It's the bong. We're just links in the chain, man. It's like, oh, I can choose to not feel bad in this moment because of the fact that like it matters, but it doesn't, right? It doesn't ultimately matter that like the only thing that matters is here and now. And when you pray or you meditate, it centers yourself to be able to realize that you matter in the moments that you. By the way, is any of this helping you with dating strategy? Yes, it is. <laughs> feel day to day matter and that you have the power to change that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, when they do that, they go the like nihilistic route where they're like, I'm just like one of 8 billion people on a rock that's flying through space. I don't matter. Nothing matters. May as well just die. Like that kind of stuff. And I actually take the opposite approach. I'm like, wow, like, like, what are the chances that we as humans could exist in this extremely unlikely, you know, hostile universe, right? And yet we exist. And we're so lucky that we get to exist. These chicks eat mushrooms or something? I mean, they just love this, the feeling of like things we're saying feel good. Sure. They just love that. Just focusing on being kind of like one with the universe, if that makes sense. And you're just being like, oh, I'm like, I'm just a bunch of atoms and like a million, bajillion, bazillion atoms, right? It's actually kind of poetic and beautiful in a way. By the way, I'd just like to apologize uh, for overriding the poll right now, because this, in hindsight, probably should have been a skip, maybe, but... Ego death, right? Yeah. Ego death sounds Ego scary, but it's about just taking yourself out of your own emotions and realizing that you actually, in some respects, have a choice. You can at least choose how to feel about a situation. Like, obviously, you can't if you're really being attacked or something and your adrenaline is rushing and you're having physical responses to stimuli. That's one thing. But also, meditation helps you to, I think they've even said it actually creates chemical I mean, responses, point, like, like healing chemical responses. They're just like preaching like Taoism. Yeah, uh, they're all over the place. Like yeah, female Taoism strategy. <laughs> the show. They actually the the what people jokingly. Oh, shout out to William Trash the lawyer for uh, got a free membership. Welcome to the Scrotes, William. Um, the joking name of this podcast is called the Free Dinner Strategy. That's what detractors yeah, call it because yeah. that's kind of their whole that's thing. What is... Killed their third mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what everybody says they're going for is free dinner. That's all of this is just for free meals. Responses in your brain, yeah, like prayer and meditation, stuff like that, like yoga, prayer, meditation. That like your body's responses are a series of chemicals, and so your emotions help to re- actually release chemicals. So if you're stressed out, then you could flood your system with cortisol, and so something like meditation would help you like counteract that. Yeah, counteract your stress response. So that you can lower your cortisol levels, which would make you feel better. So there's things like that where your mind does have an effect on the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And so prayer and meditation actually does help with that. Yeah. I mean, this, well, is because like, you're... this is like if Rogan got hit in the head with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing the show yeah. with the arrow. Still like, <laughs> like, cartoonishly just like sticking out. There's like a real like mind-body connection. <laughs> like That's literally what they're talking. What does any of this have to do with, with like dating? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I will give them credit on this, though. They're like, okay, before we teach women how to date, we need to teach them how to be people. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're addressing first. Here's how to center yourself and live. (laughs) Our body is basically a giant if this, then that machine. Yeah. (laughs) That's a 
great way to describe it. Every response that you have is like the result of a stimuli. And so things like, you know, having a fast paced heart or, you know, your heart is beating really fast. You're sweating. You're having that really like anxious, kind of like stressful response. Well, a shout out to Oki Native. He says, you can see the will to live slowly drain from love. Response. There's like an input that's going into that, right? In this case, it's the heartbreak. And so the way that you want to create relaxed mental and physical state is by having a different input, which would be, you know, in this case, like prayer, meditation, something like that. So, and that would create a calming yeah, this, effect. This girl's on really going through it, dude. Yeah. Anybody who's like really preaching prayer and meditation, yeah, yeah, yeah. both that's most, when your life's falling apart. Yeah, most people pick one. <laughs> if you're preaching prayer and meditation, sure, yeah. oh my god, things are bad, dude. You're living Vietnam in your head. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> Every time you, yeah, closing your eyes doesn't help anything. It's just more of the same the body right so anyways point three talk to your girlfriends your empathic friends who give you comfort if you don't have close friends vent here so we're meaning like the fds subreddit and so i want to say actually like one of the things with the fds subreddit is in the early days they were like savage in some ways you know especially savage towards men but it was also a very great healing space to talk about you know problems with men and so on it's like lately the subreddit loki got taken over by like fem cells it's like someone would talk about her bad relationship well stop Do you know the term fem what cell? the fuck is a fem cell it's uh, these it's what these chicks are they're female incels that's what they call themselves that's what they are yeah that's that's what they're referred to in like the kind of yeah general like whatever in the scene the, fem, they're cell. fem cells it's like a Female. stem cell that makes you retarded <laughs> no they're they're in cells but they're not involuntarily celibate that's the thing there's but it's like how they call everybody guy who's like necessarily like they'll call like you know some yeah, guy yeah. gets tons of pussy of an incel yeah, as like yeah. a you know, pejorative, even though they're not, they just call them that. So that's what they are, though. They're 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 femme dating men. You know what? They're you... like they're um they're female supremacists, is really what they are. Doing dating men. Who are all these women wearing makeup? You know, they're appealing to the male gaze. It really ha- started to pull pick up a different kind of user base, and it became less and less of a safe place to vent. I don't know. No, I totally agree. And this is yet another frustration that we've had with the subreddit, which is why we ultimately decided it was just unsustainable there. And yeah, because it's Reddit and it's really hard to control. Reddit attracts sad people. Like Who decides <laughs> their own Reddit is unsustainable? They, the, I think the last episode we covered or two ago is they had to shut their Reddit down because it was like a mutiny, basically. It just like got so out of. And then they were getting attacked by all these people who they say are men. I don't know. Uh, oh, tra- actually, no, it was trans people. Trans people went after them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the trans people went after these ladies uh, on Reddit. What are the, What was the trans beef? They're just like, you know, they don't believe that like a trans woman should be allowed in like a woman's locker room kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're just like, they, they're against sex work. They're they're pretty conservative in a lot of Again, I, I, I'm sure there's so much area for that to come up in female <laughs> dating strategies should trans people be in my locker room that's the competition you're worried about that's, <laughs> that's part of it i didn't want to say it but it's kind of true. like it's designed to attract like disaffected unhappy people which is like i just feel not a healing place yeah, the Reddit algorithm rewards like the sad porn, yeah. right? And the angry porn. And then furthermore, you can't really quarantine off that stuff in the way that we can on the website. So like on the website, we can actually quarantine the constant like sadness porn. Or categorize things. Or categorize things. So and you can they're also, just like, trying to drive people behind, to like, their website. Yeah, right? that, was, oh, that was a part of why they shut down the subreddit is because like, you know, they can't serve ads and stuff yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. Reddit, whereas they could. And they have a merch store and a forum. Right, right. They have a Discord, which I have not been able to infiltrate. Although apparently the first one got shut down because it just it's all chicks. Yeah. That's what happens. 
And then so they're on to their second one. Yeah, this is like uh, instead of Andrew Tate, they're Andrea Taint. Kind, dude, they say similar things to Andrew Tate. Well, the one thing I agree with is I'm saying Reddit does like create a hub of just like fucking reward. Reddit's the most toxic place. People say yeah. Twitter's the most toxic place. Reddit's way more. Reddit, I look at Reddit and I'm like, I cannot believe how many weak men I see virtue signaling about how much they love cats to try to get pussy. Yeah. It's but then like there's shocking. also like the opposite of those guys too. And then there's, it's just, yeah, it's a place is a mess badges and then people if you don't want to see it, you don't have to see it so then essentially you're helping people to don't want to just see constant like sadness there on their feet all the time mm-hmm. but also need some place to vent put it somewhere in a safe space where they can vent and also it's behind it's not visible to the public so if you're a verified member for example the other problem we had on the subreddit was like when women would talk about serious issues and then they would just get a bunch of hate i don't even know why they're talking about this right now because this is the fucking whole last episode break, from- this is a breakup survival guide we're 20 fucking minutes in yeah what have they spoken about they, the only thing relevant to breakups is they were like don't don't get lost in booze. That's yeah. It. It's a- they have one point. And they're reading someone else's thing. It's not even their survival guide. They're reading someone else's survival guide, and then they're just off on some tangent talking about themselves again. Men. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're on the subreddit. You're talking about how your boyfriend abused you, and then, like, five... Lev, I'm going to give you the, uh, the ultimate control on if we just abandon this episode i think we should try to skip fucking 10 minutes in and see if they get into breakups at all guys you're in your dms men like, are masturbating to that i guarantee okay, it a, men are masturbating to that and they're like you deserved it or they're arguing with you that you were the problem etc and so a lot of women complain about that so the difference on the website is obviously it's just the female user base and like you can vent any secure private space in a private space yeah and it doesn't have to be either on everyone else's feed if it's like really, really toxic. Because obviously, seeing a lot of that is very toxic. But also, you don't have to dwell on it, and you don't have to worry about being harassed yeah, just by men. Their website, so that's yet another reason why we just. Yeah, I just. But again, like I don't know, they they roped us into this shit. This is like being in a conversation with a woman. I think... You think you're about to be talking about some story you're hearing. And then it's just about something else. I think that we people are calling for the whale, so I think we should. The skip. whale? Are we gonna skip it? Yeah, I think when there's a whale, there's a way. Okay. All right, that's you heard it here. Uh, that's a skip. Maybe one day we'll come back to this if we're, yeah, if we want. But all right, Maybe that, we'll that was episode sixty-two of the Female Dating Strategy Podcast. We learned nothing. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, episode sixty-three now. This is. Uh, I apologize for not. Um, taking everybody's, uh, here we go. This is, what's the whale one? What's the whale? This is what they're calling her. This is when oh, she the whale. comes back. Oh, hopefully she's back. This is a cybersecurity episode. All right, let's see this one. Hey, Queens, it's Ro. Just dropping a note before this episode starts that we're hosting and Ask Me Anything on the website, www. You know, so funny, dude. I, like, you visualize the kind of women that listen to this. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Queens. And I wonder if they say back, like, hey. <laughs> Hey, girl. Hey, queen. So this is also a short episode, so I'm going to say that maybe Savannah's not here still. I'm alive. And Savannah's still out today, but... Fuck! We got we to gotta find her, dude. We got to find her. Well, we have to do these in She's order, so though. She's fat. She's named after a region. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that. That's just going to be the fat Okay, so well, we can't so skip that far ahead. So now I don't know what to do because there's no Savannah, so you're not going to hear Savannah. What do we do? Do we listen to the cybersecurity one? Do we go Fuck back? Fuck no, we don't. Do we go back? I think we have to get to this lady. Okay, you know what? What's we'll, the we'll, problem we'll, getting to the lady? Well, I, I was I kind of had a rule that we're going to do them in order. Let's Okay, let's see Baldness's dadness. If she's not back from this, then... Because you know what I think, too, is I think they maybe batch their episodes. I love that every episode is a skip. Hey, Queens. Unfortunately, two-thirds of our hosting team got really sick this past week, so we were oh unable to record. Oh, my God! No! One of them? 
Oh, you know what? This might be a Patreon episode that they pawn off as a real episode. Wait, let's hear Let's hear it finish. <laughs> so this. in lieu of a new episode, we will be releasing one of our Patreon bonus contents. That's fine. All this is deadness. Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite Patreon bonus episodes. So if you'd like to hear more bonus content, go to patreon.com forward slash the so female low value strategy. Now. What's your Patreon? What's that? What's your Patreon? Patreon.com slash love for. Do not support these ladies. We also have merch <laughs> on the Patreon. We also have a Discord. And you can submit a date. Enjoy this episode, Baldness is Dadness. In the meantime, please enjoy this bonus episode called Baldness is Dadness. It's a bone us episode. <laughs> it's a please bone us. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome to our bonus content this week, ladies. This week, we're reading an article from Maxim. The title of the article is Bald Guys Are Seen as Smart, Dominant, and Just Plain Sexy, study says. So this is already... <laughs> pinging my propaganda radar right first of all it's in maxim and maxim is known for being like a trash lad mag so yeah they're just they're just masturbating their male readership they're just telling men what they want to hear no, you know I love that I love, still, the like, thing about this they don't get this like yes what's attractive about a bald guy is he probably has a job yeah <laughs> like, he probably has a fucking career and once you mentally snap out of being 26 that's the shit you care about sure plus they have high testosterone jesus Lev, they're liking you in the chat. This is like... Thank you for coming. Look at the difference between men's magazines and women's magazines. Women's magazines are all about making you feel insecure. Men's magazines are about making these guys feel irrationally confident. (laughs) Okay, so you're saying that women's magazines are not about making you feel confident? It's literally some chick who's 500 pounds on the cover that's saying, like, this is an athlete. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a couch. Yeah. This is is an athlete. (laughs) But also, like, all their shit, like... Women's magazines are like meant to sabotage women. It's like ten tricks yeah. to make his blowjob better. And it's all like ice and oranges instead of just twirl your tongue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. You got to hear Savannah though, so I'm glad about that. that sure? That's the thing. Like w- women's magazines are all about like, oh, you know, you need to lower your standards. Or, or like women's magazines, the, the female magazine counterpart of this would be the same thing essentially like pro-male propaganda like don't judge a man just because he's bald he could have other qualities that are great you need to give him a chance yeah that's exactly what would be in a women's magazine no there is no equivalent because it's there's nothing men are not attracted to your career or like shit like that or like your stability in life like it's just a bare minimum that we hope you have a sense of stability in life but like we don't give a fuck how much money you make, whether you're. That's why like rich actors will like marry fucking waitresses. Of course, it's like we don't give a shit. They don't care. No, and the fact is, is that women's like men's help content is always like get off your fucking ass, get to the gym, do yeah, this, do yeah. that. Chick help self help content is like you're perfect, exactly the way you are. <laughs> They're wrong. Change nothing. They're all wrong. The world is wrong. Phenomena also is what contributes to. Oh the- man. <laughs> oh man. Who's that? that? Is that, that fucking Ruben Stuttered? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Is that the American audio judge? Savannah. That's there's some bass in there, dude. To underestimate their attractiveness, whilst men oh, overestimate theirs, part. which is why, especially when men venture onto <laughs> online dates, you, you hear, hear the, the You hear the gullet echo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told you. Everybody's like, "Yeah, she's uh, be a two get sort of be a baptism two of fuck." No, she got a she got the lab bed. She's kidding now. Wait, I mean, they get no matches <laughs> because they've been told all their lives that you know you're just you know you're fine as you are. Like, just go out there and find a woman. Whereas with women, it's the opposite. We're told that we're never good enough. Yeah, dude, she talks like a Star Wars villain. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go out and find us. <laughs> like she could be a like Peaky lock, Blinders. Yeah, she's like in Lockstock and Two Drunken Barrels. Who did this? The Peaky Fucking Blinders. <laughs> Jesus. She looks. Like, she sounds like she's gonna slash your face with a razor blade. 
men have been told their whole lives that their looks don't really matter. Yes. Like, you know, women are told like that our looks are the most, the most important thing. Yeah. And you know, and in fact, like, so the majority of a woman's value. They're not. When are men ever told our whole lives your looks don't matter? That we <laughs> grow up matter. watching the hot athletes get pussy and the rest of us figure out how to be funny. Yes. It's like, what are you talking they about? They don't live on fucking planet Earth, these jerks. It was based on her looks, whereas with the man, you know, they're told, oh, you know, I can have other qualities and be ugly and it'll be fine kind of thing, right? And it's like, no, with women like hot guys too, okay, right? So they, they get this really uncomfortable realization or very traumatizing truth which is like yeah women are visual too and i'll never forget when i recently read an article on, on on one of the dating subreddits and it was from a guy saying i'm overweight do i have a chance of finding a partner and everyone was like yeah chicks dig overweight guys right and then pick me saying i love overweight men and i remember thinking but if that was a woman i mean some women do that's true i guess both of our girlfriends are pick me's but if it was a woman <laughs> who was saying i'm overweight will i find a partner all the comments would tell her to lose weight yeah they would tell her like well it's gonna be hard yeah because guys and girls just value it's things just different, gonna, different things it's just gonna increase your odds of getting a partner of course like dude you if you want to get fat you got to do it the way i did it you got to get a partner first you need a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> a, a pandemic of pants that don't fit <laughs> this is what you do you find a partner you wait a year then you blow up on them you know <laughs> but even then you gotta accept the risk like yeah. hey they might leave of course me. of course it's a health hazard and, uh, it happens it definitely happens for you it's going to be hard or, you know, you know, men don't take you seriously or, you know, like men don't want an unhealthy woman. Men don't like obese women straight up. Yeah, exactly. They all just tell her to lose weight. Do yeah. you guys remember the old boomer humor? Men don't make passes at girls with fat asses, even though that's totally not true now. <laughs> because like the ass is now in. But I remember seeing those other like gag gag uh, gift cards used to say stuff like that. So, you know, what? you want to know the funny thing? So I so I'm like naturally more like kind of pear shaped, like I'm pretty bottom heavy uh both in terms of like my like thought so this is lilith she's the one who's suffering from medical misogyny she famously said in an episode that she lost 20 pounds <laughs> and then was still 50 pounds heavier than the guy she was with <laughs> she's suffering from bottom heaviness just to give you because the thing is there's no photos of them so you, you everybody is get you know you always when you listen to something you you have an idea of what they look like so yeah. we're just trying to she's like i have a pair shape she's canadian, this is canadian. i look like a pair of women and not just one <laughs> eyes and my button growing up in um you know going through puberty and stuff this was like in the early 2000s where like low-rise jeans were all the rage and you know the beauty standard was to be super super skinny and so i just remember being so hard on myself and just hating my body and starving myself throughout most of my teen years straight up um and then like, like so i starved myself as a teen i got down to about 3 30. <laughs> You know, starting in university, that's when, you know, Kim Kardashian starts to become more popular and like, you know, suddenly huge butts are in right now. And so I guess or I guess I'm just lucky that my body type is popular while I'm in my 20s. But still, I'm like, you know, body shapes go in and out of fashion. And so I'm like, oh, fucking like five years. Only, only, only women's body shapes go in and out of fashion. Yeah. Because to be honest, I didn't even know that men's like, apart from like Rose, um, like I didn't even um, like, realize that actually men had different body shapes until oh, Rose. Oh, they do. Um, little diagram. I, what? She didn't realize men had different bodies. She's, she's like, yeah, I was looking down at my penis. And I'll just talk. <laughs> and it. Well, it's just, it's, it's just very clearly like, how are they not buying into just like, we've decided as sure. a species that we're visual and at least men are more visual. Not even visual. It's like when you see a woman, like you're like, you know, it's from a biological standpoint, you're like thinking about re reproduction. Yeah. yeah. Like who's good to reproduce with? Who's yeah. worse? Like what's the kid going to look like? And also fat asses have never been out. Hell no. Like that's uh, that's biologically our brain going. She has wide birthing hips. Yeah. If she has kids can... of mine. They'll pass safely. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know. But I was never told that growing up. I was like, growing never just up. like, you know. <laughs> I've been working on my Savannah. I weirdly like her. I weirdly like her. I've been working on my impersonation of her for a bit. <laughs> I never saw that diagram anywhere, but you know, women, we all know that there's hourglass. Yeah. There's apple, there's pear, there's this, there's that. But men, they also have body shapes. Yeah, no one told me either, but I have a very analytical type mind. So I was like, why do I find certain men's bodies attractive and not others? And so I really just started looking at it like, why is this guy's body hot and the other guy to me looks kind of like stocky or like stumpy or something? And then I realized like, oh, there's there is such a thing as like a uh, chest or like shoulder to hip. Shoulder Hip ratio, shoulder, yeah, yeah. Like there's actually that for men too. As much as like the the waist to hip ratio is harped on for women, like men actually have an equivalent of that. It's just not always highlighted because they don't get nearly as much body scrutiny. But I'm like, I know, I know what I. Yeah, there's just their bank accounts get scrutinized more. (laughs) like when i see it and i just had to figure out i had to fill in the blanks about like why do i like this like <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. another thing like waist to hip ratio is just like i hear about it all the time waist to hip ratio waist to hip ratio waist to hip ratio that's what men find attractive waist to hip ratio it's and like every no comment she gets on <laughs> waist to hip waist to hip. ever fucking talks about the shoulder to hip ratio Hell yeah which most women will say that they like a guy with really wide shoulders and a comparatively like narrow waist and an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face yeah if you look at the website for maxim they don't have like a health and wellness no, section I love that she's like i know Nobody talks about the fact that men have different bodies. And it's like, yeah, but that's because you have decided as women that it's not that important. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why none so, of your friends talk about yeah, it. Yeah, like you're not going to sell it as like a... It's you never care gonna... more about the status of the guy and what he does. Yeah. And, and you probably know all the different jobs out there and probably all the ballpark like salaries for them all. Yeah, that's also uh, what p- pisses me off about part of the power dynamics discussion is women being like, well, he had like clout and you know, he was in a like an a big actor or something like that. It's like Yeah. Yeah, he had to do that so you'd want to fuck him. Of course. Like that's why that's- Women want status, men want a looks. Yes, 100%. That's all it is. Or like nutrition section where they try to sell you a bunch of weight loss products like they do in women's magazines. The categories are entertainment, style, rides, luxury, gear, food and drink, travel, sports, women, video, and then Maxim cover girls. So like it's all about style, making men feel good about themselves. And it's all about entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Women. <laughs> women, right. And then like objectifying women, right? And then you have on like the front page Honestly, current events. <laughs> Savannah sounds like <laughs> like a dude that's infiltrated this podcast. <laughs> From the inside. Yeah, like they think it's a chick and it's like, there you go. Women. <laughs> Savannah, you okay? She's like, personally, I ate a Maxim and I did not find it very informative. <laughs> She's not Australian. She's British. Um, yeah, maybe that's why she went away for a bit because they, they were getting too close to her. Like, I'll go, go get lap band surgery in it. See you in a month, bruv. It's not just like all these feel good fluff things about like, um, I finally had the confidence to go outside in a bikini, you know, like it's, it's like, and I'm not saying, I finally asked the guy out on a date. Yeah. Not that weird, like constantly insecure energy that I hate from like women's magazines. Like it's totally different. So if we were to, if FDS were to expand, I want to make something that's way more empowered. I consider this to be a form of informational warfare where the media that men consume is uplifting to them. It entertains them. It makes them feel good about themselves. It gives them irrational confidence, like frankly, unearned confidence. Say it uh, again. Women's media, women's media is the opposite. It actually is, you know, it's similar to, you know, when one country is like is spreading like distance. Rules is they're like, women, you need to be more confident. Men, why do you have this unearned confidence? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> we can't... I mean, you can just have confidence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't, you don't buy 
economy you just have it yeah but that's, like, the, that's the thing about all these shows is like they want like what they think is like equality and balance is just like them doing all sure. the shit that men do oh yeah without men being able to do it and you're like we're not stopping you from being confident information yeah. to demoralize the other population right like women are vi- subjected to this sort of informational warfare all the time and we need to come Such up with a, a counter strategy term. we need to come up with our own informational warfare to throw back at I them i haven't seen the male of equivalent of a thigh gap you know controversy yeah. like they're like thigh yes gaps you have are- it's called a 401k. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. Is a guy goes, yeah, I got a Roth IRA, and you go, holy shit! Yeah, he drives a Ferrari. <laughs> Owned all of our women's magazines for like a whole summer, didn't it? Or like maybe even a year. Remember when thigh gaps were everywhere? Oh, the bikini bridge. That was the other one that was fucked up. Where like bikini bridge, the hip dip. What's a bikini I'd like to, bridge? I like to go there. <laughs> the bikini bridge. Like, I'm go fucking jump off that thing. To <laughs> my death. It's like literally every year they come out with some new thing we have to care about. It was hip. Get rid of your yeah. hip dips. Get, uh, have a thigh gap. Then they like, just kept like creating these new physical insecurities in women. And I've never seen like not one thing like that come out of men's magazines. Yeah. In fact, it's the opposite. Like this one, bald guys are seen as smart, dominant, and just plain sexy. Says a study. Because <laughs> yeah, like that's the one thing that maybe women, you know, maybe dick size and like baldness. That's the one, those are the two things that men tend to be insecure about. And yet, like the men's magazines, it's all about like you don't need to have a big dick. Like women's. Oh, that's the bikini bridge, love. You ever see these photos? Yeah, yeah. That's the bikini. Yeah, I, I don't care for these, honestly. Yeah, I don't care either. It's like when they're so skinny that their hip bones pop yeah. out. And then the, yeah. Okay. Giants are only like four inches long. Like, you know, you, you can please a woman kind of thing. Lies! I'll die on the hill if that dick size is important. I don't care. But anyway, should we get All back right, to so the article? Actually do- yeah, you will die on a hill. <laughs> so <free>. so actually- <laughs> Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sadly. Back to the topic at hand. Sorry for the long tirade. But yeah, so, again, bald guys are seen as smart, dominant, and just plain sexy, said he says. Subtitle, Baldies Rejoice. And there's a picture here of Jason Statham with his gorgeous supermodel girlfriend, Rosie Huntington Whiteley. And I just want to say, first of all, gross age gap. Secondly, Jason Statham is attractive, but most bald men do he's not. He's an attractive man. He's an attractive man. But first of all, he would probably be more attractive with hair. And secondly, most men don't look like Jason Statham. So that's just cope, just straight out the gates. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I actually don't mind a man who's bald. I would prefer that than when they're Every hanging on. she comes in, it's such a treat. <laughs> on to their straggly hair for dear life when they've got bald patches. It's just in I the middle of her talk, you just hear her lap band snap. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> I don't have a problem with bold men. I'm just saying. Yeah, but again, like every woman has a different preference, right? And so some women, it's not that important yeah, to them. Just... Like just like Savannah, you know, you like men who are tall, but for me, tallness is not an important thing. Like I'll I'll date a guy who's the same height as me, and that's not uh, a standard that I have, right? Hair is actually my deal breaker. Yeah, hair is a deal. Te- hair is a deal breaker for me and for Ro. Okay, I like a guy with a full head of hair. Once he starts going bald, I'm like, mm, no, you kind of look like my dad. I just can't do it. That's exactly what it is. I have too many- it's funny because they have all these things that are, you know, and then, but if guys have any, yeah. they're like misogynists, essentially. They're bad people. Yeah, if you have yeah, any yeah. rules about anything, you're like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Male relatives that went bald that I look at them and I'm like, I don't know. I, there's nothing sexual to me about a bald man. I don't know what it is. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe because so, Savannah. Like, I look at my bald relatives and I'm like, I can't believe I let you fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> really regretting that move <laughs> didn't you say your dad has a full head of hair and so you don't associate baldness no no he did this is the thing like he used to have like a massive massive afro like jackson five like if he straightened <laughs> his hair it would be like mid-back level um he had like a, a full head of hair then he just gradually went like bald over the years um i've never really associated i guess maybe you just don't associate baldness with dadness yeah maybe that and also also because my dad's a good person so i don't associate with scrotery as well i just that's the yeah. other thing scrotery are you familiar with that term? I don't associate with scrotery. <laughs> scrotery. My dad's a piece so of shit. So what is she saying there? It's just like if you're a scrot. Yeah. 
which is like one of the lower and then if just if, if you're involved yeah. in screw like activities it is just, wild that we can't see what, what they look like dude they say such crazy shit on twitter that it's it's uh that's why because <laughs> they have like real lives and stuff yeah and like i wonder if some of their like are oh, you telling me they don't do this full time no <laughs> i mean their patreons actually like, they have, like oh, yeah i think they have like a thousand patrons okay wow yeah, they're, they're making i think probably five grand a month not enough yeah, for, yeah. for three of them to survive yeah yeah not with the price of fucking corn feed these days, but <laughs> oh, sometimes they all laugh at the same time. It's really not a good thing. So, yeah, my dad's just, he's just aged. Yeah, I've just seen it as, um, yeah. So that's okay. Like. Well, uh, that's an interesting psychoanalysis of the three hosts here. So that's, the, yeah. that's one thing. Secondly, I want to talk about this image and how the sort of low-key propaganda that men get of like, I'm sure the bald men looking at that, uh, bald men are looking at this picture of Jason Statham and Rosie and thinking, oh, I could get with a girl like that. <laughs> Right, right. That's that's. The... See, like they don't though. No bald man looks at Jason Statham, like a super jacked movie star. Yeah. With his supermodel wife, and they go, "Oh, I'm a bald man. I don't have any of those other things. I could get with her." Yeah. But they. I mean, that what you just described is the plot of a Jason Statham movie: <laughs> is him kidnapping his fucking model girlfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> sort of sigh off that like men see that and they think they identify with jason statham and they it's sort of normalizing this idea that like every guy deserves yeah. a hot girl right or could get a hot yeah. girl it's, it's also pushing the idea that women who who maybe aren't into bold men are somehow abnormal that's by the way every guy can, theoretically can get a hot woman yes like go find like go discover the next google done it doesn't matter. You could be the craziest gremlin. Yeah, yeah. What I don't like about the tone of this article, but like, you, it's... dude, all their subject matter is just like such a reach. Like you tell them, yeah. just like just sort of what we're gonna talk about. It's well, like... it's all cope for everybody because it's like the people who are listening are like they're all single. If you're yeah. listening to this and you're a woman and like an actual like fan of female dating strategy, not ironically like us, and like you know you're probably single, and it's just it's all just a big. It's perfectly jerk. fine to have physical preferences. Um, but this article yeah. sort of pushing it as, oh, it's, um, you know, most women like bald men and we we know that's inaccurate to just an outright lie <laughs> somewhere yeah. because there are women who prefer their man to have hair and that's okay. So into the article, with increasing age comes many wonderful things, including hard-learned wisdom, better sex and cold hard cash. But False. Okay, False. First of all, I want to say... <laughs> This, again, I hate this lie that like met you know the whole men age like fine wine thing, right? Yeah. Again, more male propaganda. Men read that and they think, oh, I'm gonna get better with age, and it's like, yeah, you might have more money, but generally men are more attractive when they're younger. That's just a fact. And they don't. They still live at home. We've spoken about this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah, a lot of older guys don't necessarily. It's not like age and money is like a linear relationship, right? Like you know, a lot of older guys. Boomerang sons. <laughs> to me, bo- a lot of this sounds like. Um, do you ever have like like just like an average dude friend? who gets on dating apps he's like these fucking dating apps suck There's yeah, yeah no yeah. hot chicks it's like you just don't realize like you're in a low algorithm like not so, even you're just you don't know where you stand in the high yeah you so, know like you're swiping on eights and you're a six and right you think that they're so gonna swipe when you. these chicks are all like every guy i'm dating i find out he's lives at home and he's been wearing a wig of it's course. like that just means you have to assess what level you're at and make a decision yeah either elevate yourself out of that level by working hard or settle and find a good choice in that Absolutely. Level. 100%. I could not agree more. And the best part is, so you, you haven't heard this, because so they have, if you subscribe to their Patreon, um, you Which can- Which I do. <laughs> you can, they do this thing called Roast a Scrote, 
where you can say like, "Here's this scrote I yeah, dated," yeah. and then they roast him. Oh, but the so roasts are brutal. Yeah. But then also all the time it'll be like some chick. Literally, there was one recently, and the chick was like, "Yeah, I like this guy." picked me up outside of a fucking like library and he was homeless and then I went on like several dates with him and you're like yeah but you're dating a guy who's homeless yeah, yeah like yeah, what yeah, does yeah, that yeah. say about you you're not like some crazy catch you're dating a guy that's homeless yeah that's the fucking and trying to talk shit about him you're like but you went on a date with him right multiple that means you are homeless adjacent yes exactly <laughs> that you means. go that's what you get you're not know. homeless but you're not home a lot no <laughs> boomerang sons boomerang uh divorcees yeah <laughs> But like women's magazines compare that, for example, do women's magazines go like, oh, yeah, your sexual marketplace value increases with age, right? No, women's magazines are all about like bagging a man as soon as you possibly can or like how to look younger, or you know, anti-aging, you know, trying to sell you anti-aging creams and shit like that, right? It's all about trying to make you feel insecure to sell you shit. With men's magazines, it's the opposite. It's like, it's like, man, like, don't worry, you're going to get better with age. <laughs> anyway, it's all about it's all biological. Like y- women are not seen as an appreciating asset because y- it's. It's about having kids. Uh, yeah, Whereas with men, we are seen as an appreciating asset because typically we do become calmer and make more money yeah, you make as more we money get older. And you can support more family. I mean, the fact, yeah, you know, the fact is there's guys out there who have like four families. Yeah. Different ones and they support them all. Fucking legend. Somehow. Man. Like, what's his face? Nick Cannon. Yeah. How many families is this? Like, so you're like 32 kids, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Magically. Yeah. So we're one line in and I already hate it. Okay. I know. <laughs> But since life is a total bitch, aging also flings some serious horseshit our way too, namely in the form of achy knees, the dad bod, and baldness. Oh, that darn male pattern baldness. I want to say, like, first of all, like, this is such a stupid article. A total bitch. And just throw some serious horseshit our way. Like, wow, great writing. Seriously. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize winning, you know, pro. It's Max. Pulitzer. But there's like, it's Pulitzer. Ma- yeah, but it's Maxim. Like, what are you? Yeah. You're, you're reading a Maxim there seriously <laughs> statistics show and by the way we're going to get into these statistics later but statistics show that by the age 35 around 66 percent of men lose a considerable amount of hair and by 55 85 percent have significant hair loss and by significant hair loss i mean bald just like mr clean okay well i mean yeah that's sounds life. like they're hitting the wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> the thing the problem too is like they're not even factoring in now is is they're going to figure out the baldness thing too, like science and whatnot. Yeah. They have some pretty good ones. Like there's some, like if you see like Elon Musk or uh, Daniel Negreanu, I feel like they're already kind of. Fun. They have the surgeries, but they're expensive. Yeah. But they're gonna figure out like an inexpensive way where they're just like won't really be bald guys. Yeah, I feel like I'm starting to go a little bit. Yeah, in, like in like this spot here. But is, like, you, is your dad? Do you have it in the family? Yeah, or my dad's it? bald, but like I, I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'll rise to the occasion. I'll sure. fucking, I'll become more charming. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that thing they claim doesn't exist for men. Mr. Clean. Like they're hitting the wall. I mean, what's wild about it is like, what's wild about the whole wall thing is how they like, they use women's uh, waning fertility as evidence of hit us hitting the wall. But like for men, they basically hit the wall like a Mack truck because of the fact that they lose all their hair. Like they're like, it's, you, you can't really physically. So they're now comparing fertility to hair, hair loss. They go, those are the same thing. They go, yeah, I might be barren, but you're kind of bald. <laughs> Being unable to give you one of the most important parts of being a human on earth sure. in a child, but you have some baldness. Yeah, but you got a comb over. Difference <laughs> between women between in their twenties and thirties, if they're like relatively healthy, but you can massively tell the difference mm. between a bald man and a not bald man, right? Mm. Women actually age gracefully. Men do not. They they one day they're fine, the next day their scalps are shining like a cue ball. Crazy thing to say. They're nuts. These chicks are nuts. nuts. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
I'm of the belief that like if you're like married in a relationship, like once you're past like forty eight, fifty, the guy should just be allowed to cheat. Yeah, you think that? Yeah, just you know, because you've been working hard your whole life. Sure. And uh, and she's gross now. <laughs> They're not always gross. <laughs> no, Good luck with I'm that joking. one. Though. I, I, that's going in the act <laughs> posted this on twitter how you know men often say you know men talk about women's declining fertility as like proof of our declining sexual marketplace value and here's the thing it's irrelevant if men can technically reprodu- reproduce at 50 and women can't because young women don't want to fuck old guys love you have anything does that sound does that check out to you is she being serious all I know is old guys who are like, I can't believe how much pussy I'm getting. Like, literally every old dude I know is like, once they hit 35, they're like, holy shit, there's so much 20-year-old pussy. It's everywhere. Dude, I know a chick who was like 20 and fucked a 65-year-old dude. No. Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> so, and I was Why? like, why'd you do that? She was like, my therapy's not working. <laughs> like, my therapy didn't take. <laughs> Did it right? Mm-hmm. Like, if... if- it didn't take. Even if it's true that women are maximally fertile in their 20s, uh, we don't want to fuck a 50-year-old man, right? And so, you know, and they keep trying to push this. And they push all want to fuck George fuck- Clooney. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's you know, funny. I was talking to a chick. I was like, you get a hall pass. Yeah. Who the fuck? Who are you banging? Right away, she goes, George Clooney. Really? Yeah. And I go, <laughs> and she goes, what about you? I go, the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the neighbor. We've been talking about <laughs> Yeah, he's not maximally for not only is he i mean yeah technically he can produce sperm but you know there's birth defects and stuff but the, my point being that like women young fertile women don't want to fuck old guys and so it's irrelevant if they can technically reproduce if you know they can't get a girl the crazy but- is they believe this like what they're saying right now they really believe yeah any by any means other than like financial coercion right which is why they keep pushing this idea of coercion. like coercion coercion yeah. coercion women's sexual marketplace values when they're 23 when they're the hottest and men's sexual marketplace values as well they're- not true it's 18. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. Look at him spread this bullshit out here, dude. Lies. <laughs> like 40 or 50 when they have the most money. No. Okay. We, we want to fuck guys our own fucking age. Okay. Yeah. God. Stop spreading this propaganda. I just read this too. Like, technically, Rosie Hunting and Whitley, they're not married. Is she like his baby mama on top of that? Are they? Extra ill. I don't think they are married. I swore they were married. Hold um, on. How, how old is she? She's Rosie. in her 30s, I think. She's like 34 and he's 54. Ooh. Oh yeah, they had they've had two children and Ooh. they haven't gotten married. <laughs> he's hosing her. Yeah. What is hosing? She's thirty. Yeah, I love how they think that he, Jason Statham, is hosing this chick. Because <laughs> he's really pulling a fast one. He's Jason Statham. He could literally replace her tomorrow with Been a famous literally for exact years. version. Yeah, just uh, he he, like I can replace you with an identical version. He'll of you. call the agency that supplied her <laughs> and go, "I need another yeah. one, but different." Go pack up a shipping crate, send it over. <laughs> We will have it there in three to five business days. Depending on how rough the seas are right now. <laughs> Before, and Jason Statham is 54. So, again, 20-year age gap. That's, uh, yeah. Also, you don't and think other verse, like, it's insane that, like, a man, like, to get to that level, like, you're married to a supermodel, he has yeah. to work so fucking oh. hard. I mean, he has for, to be one of the most famous action stars in the world. For his whole life. And yeah. all she had to do was be born perfect hot and then like go to the gym and yeah then, like just starve sustain. herself just sustain yeah. yeah yeah anyways queen she deserves better i mean actually no not queen she deserves, she deserves better did you hear that <laughs> she deserves better than jason Statham. three 
overweight single bitches are, like, <laughs> in a room going like, no, no, that's not enough for her. Why? Why? Based on what? You don't know what their relationship's like. Yeah, she could be like, I really... She probably every day goes, wow, I really could not do better than this. <laughs> it's fucked up. There's better. She could be a queen. Unless she makes like it's way like more money. He opens the doors by kicking them off the hinges. <laughs> He's sick as fuck. <laughs> Which I doubt. And that's the thing with models is that they generally try to. This is why a lot of them date older is because they're trying to secure the bag. Yeah. Right? They're mm-hmm. trying to get someone to support them if they haven't made that much money modeling. I know she was. I think she was doing Victoria's Secret at one point and even did a few movies. But I don't. She's nowhere near as well paid as he is. I think she's one of the more higher paid ones, but a lot of models... But she doesn't touch his wealth, for sure. Like, he's definitely the richer partner. No, not even close. Yeah, she she has, like, I think, $9 million net worth. Let's see Jason Statham net worth. Some more people are that. saying, oh, he's grossed... Because his films have grossed over a billion. But yeah, so he's definitely the more wealthy partner, right? He's and so, a wealthier partner, yeah, 100%. I mean, he's also... married him and then clean him out. <laughs> he's 20 years older than her, though. He's been working... She's been working for... He's been working for twenty years longer. Than I him. actually wouldn't even be surprised if she has more money than him because it's like it's like look at Tom Brady and Giselle. He's like one of the greatest athletes to ever live. No, he still has more money than her. I heard it's the opposite. No, he's got more money. You than think her, so? For sure, she's got a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, she yeah. doesn't have Tom Brady money, but she she's quite wealthy on her own. <laughs> if uh, if it goes left, but anyways, back to the article. Um, sure, having a gorgeous head of hair is a blessing, but hey, no shame in being a baldy. There's no use fighting it if your hair is falling out. I do agree with that. I agree with that, to be fair. Yeah, don't be out here looking like a circus clown. Yeah, stop looking like Gollum. Like, some guys end up looking like Gollum. You know, Gollum. Like the Some guys look like Gollum. Um, I, was yeah. at a, I was at a restaurant last week, and there was a guy wearing, like, maybe one of the worst toupees I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> awesome. It was so insane, because you're like, nobody believes this is your hair. Yeah, you should have seen this Merkin. <laughs> Dude, it was... <laughs> Just says like a black girl's pubes on. Dude, it was crazy. Like it was just like sitting. Like it didn't even look like it was glued. He just like grabbed it and put it on like a hat. <laughs> he was in a hurry. Like in a hurry, he just popped his toupee on. It's just like sitting. It's so weird. But people still wear toupees. <laughs> yeah, straggly hair and like the weird horseshoe thing going on. Just just shave it off. Take it down. Yeah, I mean, don't go for the like golden a, look. Like a slang they'd call men for dinner. They'd be like, "What's he here for? Toupee." It's <laughs> <laughs> their new merch. First of all, hair loss actually is reversible. That's a myth. So it's like, here's the thing, like, but yeah, it takes work uh, to reverse the hair loss, you know? So there's Rogaine, which, you know, has had amazing results for a lot of men. Yeah, you can stop it if you start taking all this shit. And there's also... If I was you, I'd be taking all that shit. Who gives a fuck? You know, some people will put like, and I I have this as part of my beauty routine, is using rosemary oil as like a scalp treatment that just makes my hair a little bit like thicker, but it also can be used for uh, men's hair loss. And there's also a hair transplant surgery, right? Like, or... um. Yeah, hair transplant surgery. And on, this might be unpopular, but I actually think that all men should be saving up for hair transplant surgery from the moment they get their first job. Because, oh, yeah? Well, I like, think all broads should be saving up for <laughs> fucking fake tits. What do you think of that, bitch? <laughs> I mean, that's she, like the exact equivalent. It's literally the same. And if you said that to her face, she'd be like, are you fucking kidding that's me? That's like, like literally the exact comparison. She would be so choked if that was someone came up to her. About a like, uh, labia reduction surgery. <laughs> you ever thought of that? <laughs> Keep tripping over these things. Ah. Uh, like, I, I, I refuse to accept this. I refuse to accept the fact that, oh, men just go bald and that's just something women have to deal with. When women, we spend so much time and so much money and so much effort. Like if I started going bald, there's no amount of money that would stop me from trying to fix it, right? Like I, I would do absolutely everything in my power. I'd try Rogaine. I'd try the, you know, essential oils. If that didn't work, I would I would drop $20,000 on hair transplant surgery. Dead ass, okay? Like men, men need, we need to 
get men to give a shit about their appearance as much as women give a shit about their appearance okay i know most feminists they try to do the whole like oh you know love yourself you know accept yourself uh don't you know uh capitulate to patriarchal beauty standards it's just like unfortunately those beauty standards exist and my strategy is to make men give a shit is to you know raise the bar instead of lowering the bar for women. again but that doesn't make sense because they don't need to it's like it's just people don't care that much yeah women i want to raise the bar for men okay you know and a good example of this would be like machine gun kelly right like he started going bald and he looked ugly like he just looked like a scrow right and then he got hair transplant surgery now he's with megan fox okay the results speak for themselves but I mean, he's like a rock star i think it was more than that i don't yeah. think he was like also, worried about getting ass he's also like one of the most famous people on earth yeah, yeah. But level up bro level up bro <laughs> yeah so first of all it's not true that hair loss is irreversible there are things that you can do to reverse it and so when i see a guy who's especially if he's wealthy and he's bald i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you like you have the money to fix this problem and you're choosing not to like I, I mean, I that, fundamental... that right there just sums all up that we don't need to. Yes. You don't care enough. My money outweighs my baldness. Yeah, like a guy's like, huh, 20 grand on this or like down payment on a car. Yeah. Or like a $20,000 watch will go way further. Character flaw? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, my personal stance is if a guy wants to go bald, that's fine. But he should also accept that not every woman is into that um some i mean like yeah, that's like saying if any if some chick wants to put on 100 pounds that's fine yeah not every guy's into that good luck pitching that <laughs> example wayne rooney has had hair transplants and he still looks like a bridge troll like i think there's only there's only so much hair transplants can actually do for a let's look up what wayne rooney's yeah, wife looks like uh because wayne rooney is a very famous soccer Who is that he's a very famous soccer player oh look at that Pretty attractive. You know, it's funny when a whenever like a famous guy has looks, like a anyway. hot oh. wife, I just assume he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a cover. It's a um, cover. But then again, I'm not against dating a guy who's bald. So that's just a personal preference. Yeah, for me, hair is important, and so it's a deal breaker. If a guy's bald, I don't care if he has any other qualities. He could be literally the most perfect person in the world. I'm sorry, I just like a full head of hair. I just kills my lady boner seeing a bald guy. <laughs> just a question though. So if you're married- Shout out to all the bald kings in the chat who are the, listening. The great thing about this too is like this is a conversation that should have taken three minutes. Yeah. It's at 21 now. And isn't yeah. this about cybersecurity? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is about baldness. It's, all about- <laughs> it's like, what are they going to give them the cybersecurity tips? Which somebody, say for 10 years, and they went bold 10 years in, would you get bold. a divorce? I would tell them to buy Rogaine. I- Straight up, I would tell And he refused. And he refused. And he didn't want to buy Rogaine, didn't want to get a hair transplant. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I probably would divorce them, especially if I was still attractive. Really? Yeah, if, especially if I was still attractive and he was no that's longer attractive wild. to me. So, that's like sociopathic probably, I mean, If we shit. had kids and stuff, probably not. I wouldn't want to like destroy my family, you know, over like something like... Like, th- like there's one thing, there's a lot of reasons why people get to, like, you'll divorce your husband, but like the divorce him just because he's going bald, which yeah. is like pretty normal thing. Insane. But also like, why do men go bald? It's because of women. <laughs> So, like, it's your fucking fault, and now you're going to leave me because of it? It's part of it. Imagine she divorces him, all the hair grows back. Thank you. That's the only way it's reversible. (laughs) Scientists haven't figured it out. Have you tried dumping her? Hair, right? But if we had no kids, and we were just, like, together, and I, again, like, I don't want to have sex with someone I don't find attractive, right? If I don't find him attractive, what's the point of saying married to someone that I don't want to fuck? Like... Are you going to Savannah soundboard? Yeah. We were both old. If we were both in our like 50s and 60s and he's going bald, then whatever. But like right now, the guys that are starting to go bald, I'm like, I don't know. Because they're like, hey, where do people pay money to watch you eat? The fam. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Like yeah. where they're already bald. Yeah. I think I would just avoid. 
I feel like late pattern baldness is one thing if it's like 50s or 60s, but like early pattern baldness. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of guys in their 20s and 30s are starting to go bald like way sooner than before. And I, I think it's like the fast food, poor diet and lack of exercise that's causing them to age prematurely. Um, pretty sure it's just genetic. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Which is pretty sure it is. What are they saying? I've never heard fast food being a culprit of <laughs> baldness. Again, well, that's like... why the McDonald's arch looks like that. It's a man's hairline receding. <laughs> Homer Simpson's hair. <laughs> the, I... We need to raise, I think that women having high standards is good for all of humanity because when we set the standard, like, I'm not going to fuck you if you have these flaws, set the bar high and men will jump. Dead ass. Like, set the bar high, men will jump because having sex is so important to them that they will do whatever it takes to have sex with you. It would really depend. And like I said, if I was still attracted to him and there's a bunch of other things I was attracted to him, it'd probably be fine. But I, I, I'm not lying that I, I probably would avoid men now who are already balding. Yeah. But if I, if he had... Yeah, that's different, though, to be fair, because that's something that they have at the moment. But I'm just talking about, like, he's got a full head of hair now, but in 15 years' time, he doesn't. Because you can't foresee that, really. You can if you look at the It'd male family. It'd be so fam- funny if you went on and you were like, yeah, like, about the whole, like, you just don't like bald guys. Just be like, I just, I can't get into black women. And just <laughs> stare at her. <laughs> oh no i never see they would never it would be over the phone <laughs> there would be no uh but just see how they handle that's actually that. the one thing that i think would prevent me from ever actually going on or them having me on was the fact that they might have to like i'd have Show. to phone in or something i, don't I mean know. you could do like a zoom i guess a zoom fake and they, names yeah zoom video. fake names and stuff yeah yeah i don't know depends if how savvy they are tech savvy you know <laughs> if they listen to that well, they get a whole cybersecurity episode. Cybersecurity episode, maybe they did. Family members on the mother's side, that's another thing I actually pay attention to when I'm, like, meeting my boyfriend's family. Is that actually true? Yeah, hair loss is related to, comes from the mom's genes, actually. Um, and so I'm actually lucky in that way because on my mom's side... All... By the way, shout out to Zakar G, a new, a new member of the... All of the men have, like, a full head of hair scrubs. well into their... Like, my grandfather, my uh, mom's dad, had a full head of hair on his deathbed. Literally, like... He died with a full head of hair. Barely any receding. How awesome. Awesome. So great. He got to take that with him into heaven. That's glad that that's what you remember. Slight receding hairline, (laughs) but like very minor, right? So I know that I'm just genetically gifted like that. Uh, my, My kids would not be going bald, probably, hopefully. I could never do. There's no way this girl's even a seven. Like, there's just no way. There's no guy that like settled. Tops. Yeah, six. She she taps out at a six and a half. Into the Kevin Durant because what that's what I'm afraid of. If you ever seen Kevin Durant's bald pattern, like he doesn't do anything yeah. with his hair and he just lets like the middle, the middle is just bald and he has like the the fryer tuck thing going on, but he doesn't like style his hair in any. Well, type. luckily he's seven foot one, so nobody ever is looking down on his head. Yeah. He's also the top five best basketball players on planet Earth. They found out he was bald when a helicopter flew over. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sixty million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. I think you might make that concession. Fucks porn stars. Yeah. I think... Uh... A way to make it, like, make up or either take it down close so it's not as noticeable or, like, cover it or do anything. So, like, my fear is if the I... The hilarious date... thing, too, is, like, if she was at a club and Kevin Durant was at the next table, yeah. do you know how hard this chick would be trying to get into the oh table? Oh, my God. She'd be like, we have, we have a show called She's... The Female Table. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, Kevin Durant! They'd, they'd have Savannah just try to inhale the table closer. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who like wasn't trying at all like i would end up with like the kevin durant style fryer tuck thing and then i'd be like i'm trying to do kevin durant hair i don't know um, just, just, just type like. kevin oh durant god yeah. yeah no <laughs> there's like a picture oh my god okay <laughs> there's one picture if you look on google images kevin durant hair it's like a picture of like a bunch of ground beef fried in a pan <laughs> next to his hair 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like that's so funny. <laughs> Holy shit. If you're gonna be, but best dude is like, I would never date Kevin Durant. You're like, yeah, I don't think he would date you guys. <laughs> if you're going bald, dude, like just shave it He's off. Like, right? Likewise, think... bitch. I play with a ball, not date one. <laughs> Down close. I think if he had taken it down close, he looks very handsome. But otherwise, yeah. I don't do the golem look. Like that's just not attractive. Don't be like Rolo Tomasi. You know who? You know Rolo Tomasi is that manosphere scrote. He he wears a a baseball bat, a baseball cap in like every single video of him. But he's got long hair, and it's like we just know that he's got a receding hairline, right? Like just like I I feel like you'd have to be into self humiliation to have long hair and be going bald, right? I think I think he just lacks self respect. Or you're just like have funny. some self respect and shave that shit off, okay? Like, I want or, you just, or you just clearly know that's the funny choice sure. to make. Of course, of course. You tie it over your head. <laughs> My friend, uh, you know Alex Pavone, the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling me a story. He had like a uncle or something who wore like a hair piece or whatever, and he would. He had a piece, man. No, he did or whatever, and he was bald, and like everybody knew it. And he had a hat. He would always wear a hat. And yeah. like, he was like in the swimming pool or whatever, <laughs> wearing his hat because he just like would not give it up that he was bald. And then someone was like, go, uh, go like under. And then he goes to like under the water, but he's got the hair piece on and the hat. And he literally goes under, holds his head <laughs> and comes back up so That's the awesome. hat doesn't come off. That's the equivalent of like dudes who keep their shirt out of the pool. <laughs> Way worse than that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh shit, man. It's him another episode because he's been he's been making the rounds on social media lately, talking about how women uh, age and are low value after thirty five. Like, and he's why does this man have a platform? But go ahead, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that's because he's speaking An- facts. Yeah, anti free speech. These chicks too. Wow. This okay. They so why does he have a platform? Let me pull up one of the craziest tweets. Just let me again, I tell him straight up to his face. About? Like, it's irrelevant if you uh, think that Rolo you're high value. Tomasi, he's like a. Um, early manosphere James Bond <laughs> women don't want to fuck old men like uh, if somebody is constantly wearing like a baseball cap and they've got supposedly long hair it's because they their hairline is is vanishing yeah if I ever see this man the first thing I'm gonna ask is like take that cap off bro let's go ahead because <laughs> 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 he's, he's really hiding a lot you can tell he's hiding well, sins behind it but yeah okay sorry let's get back to this article we're never gonna make it through. back to the article we're never gonna make it through. <laughs> we're never make it it's gonna be like an hour-long episode and we're, we're only like three <laughs> sentences into this article and we're at like 30 minutes you, but, but you guys deserve the extended chatter yeah okay 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 so <clears throat> he says yeah there's no use fighting it if your hair is falling out <laughs> false you should fight it uh plus <laughs> if you just shave off any remaining tufts of hair instead of combing it over like a dweeb and just go for the clean bald look think of all the time and money you'll save and not to mention how badass you'll look Okay, that's another thing that pisses me off is that with men, they just shave their head and they save all this time, money, and energy. Women spend so much time and money on her hair. I hate it. Even women with short hair. Even women with short hair, you still have to Okay, so Lilith just said that this guy should not be allowed to be on Twitter, okay, for the shit he tweets. This is one of Lilith's recent tweets. The way that Muslim men make eye contact with me is so deeply unsettling. Arab men in particular have the rapiest eye contact. That's real. That's a real tweet from Lilith, and she thinks that oh he God. should not be allowed to be on Twitter. Because women depreciate to 35. Yes, which is, like, fairly, like, objective. Oh. <laughs> She's just like, all Arabs are rapists. That is so crazy. These chicks are nuts. Yeah, although I do agree. Like, if you're what going bald, just, like, shave it off. Like, have some self respect. <laughs> Anyways, um, and guess what? Going bald or just shaving all your hair off Man, is actually... Man, telling the truth is just so fucking crazy. <laughs> One of the greatest things that can Back happen on to her you. Side. Because apparently, bald dudes are perceived as more intelligent, dominant, and overall sexier than men who have a full head of hair. Or so says Dr. Frank 
Musk so says Dr. Frank Muscarella from Bear University in Florida. Dr. Frank is bald, right? Like he definitely is is bald. Like Dr. Frank is a goddamn lie. That's all. I yeah. <laughs> Dr. Frank is a fucking snake oil salesperson selling lies. Okay, so hold yeah, on. Yeah, I just Dr. Google and snake oil salesperson. Come uh, on. They didn't gender him. Fuck off. Yeah, Frank. he's definitely got like a um a light bulb thing going on. Like the you know the receding hairline where it just like um it goes from like ear to ear. Uh, Dr. Frank Muscarella. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's definitely got a receding hairline. So I'm guessing it's one of the bald ones in the Google search. <laughs> I mean, he still sort of has hair, but yeah, he's definitely got a receding hairline. It's like, like you can definitely tell he's grown it out and is trying to like comb it kind of forward so that it covers his hairline. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but still, he's a lie. Even if he still got some hair, he's still a liar. Uh. So, anyways, interested in why bald. Pretty to- good, pretty good. Totally fucking, normal hairline. Totally normal age. hairline, everybody. <laughs> Just so you know at home, I'm going to put... Like, that's like you'd be thrilled if that's your hairline at Yeah, 50. honestly, at that age, totally, totally normal. Uh, just go search Dr. Frank Muscarella. Barry looks totally normal hairline. Good for him. This is still a thing, even though it's seen as such a horribly negative thing. Muscarella set out on a noble quest to find out why the baldness trait hasn't been bred out of humans yet. Okay, that's an interesting question, actually. In his study, Muscarella and his team... Ask participants to rate a selection of men in four domains, physical attractiveness, aggressiveness, appeasement, and social maturity, which include factors like honesty, intelligence, and social status. Once- that is actually an interesting thing, because theoretically, if it was such a negative trait, it could be, for the most part, removed. Like baldness, because if you just never reproduce with a bald person, then it, eventually there would be no baldness, other than, I guess, in like rarer occasions. I'll be honest, I didn't hold on to one word she said. <laughs> Well, it's not about her. It's about this guy who's he's doing a like study. Like reading of, out baldness. Well, essentially, like but if you, you never because it hits late. I know. Well, but I yeah, I guess I guess that's part of it. But it, but I think it has to do with like the grandfather or whatever. So you can kind of tell it could if it was such a negative trait. It yeah, could yeah, be yeah, theoretically. Yeah, yeah. But bred no chick out. is going to be like, I think I love this guy. Oh fuck. Well, that's the thing. They bald. don't. Well, that's what his study is going to be like. Hey, yeah. it turns out they care more about stuff than if a guy's bald. Yeah, yeah. He found that generally people perceive <laughs> bald youth as more stuff. honest, intelligent, and dominant, awesome. which are obviously all good things. However, there's one bit of bad news: baldness decreases perceived physical attractiveness just a touch, but no matter. See? No, no. Emphasize yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't downplay that. Yeah. Don't Look downplay that shit. Like. <laughs> Look how they go out of their way to like fillet their male audience, right? right. Like, oh, just a touch. That's <laughs> because well, have... these chicks ain't filleting us. How they downplay that there are some women, probably a significant number, who don't find that attractive. Yeah. This, but this is uh, this is why men feel so, I guess, misled when they go out into the real world and start getting rejected left, right, and center. Like they say, women can't take rejection, but th- <laughs> these guys are essentially saying it's going to reduce your attractiveness, but then saying, oh, it doesn't matter when it absolutely does in real terms and it's honestly it's because of mainstream narratives like this that i can almost understand why men become like incels or red pillars like they, the red pill to them they've been lied to yeah they, they have they, <laughs> they when i read the red pill or incel subreddits they're all talking about how they feel like they've been lied to by society and like oh women actually like men who are attractive women actually like men who are rich that kind of thing as if that's surprising to them and it's like yeah like they they say this in a in a bad way in like a sort of a backfooting yeah, way as if women you know too. if we want to prove that we're good so- people they say that like baldness comes from like your mom's side of the family. Yeah. So it's like the baldness is being caused by, by women. <laughs> Thanks. That is a good point. That's a very good point. 
we have to not be attracted to these things or you know as, the, as if our attraction to these things are an inherent flaw and not just like the way things are we need to again we need to have a counter narrative you know people criticize fds for oh you're exactly like all the women that those red pill guys complain about kind of thing and it's like yeah because they're unreasonable for thinking that the things that women want are unreasonable right yeah. we're trying to normalize the things that women want which is yes we want attractive men and we want guys who have money that's just a fact i don't think we need them to try harder we just that's the and thing. what They're... are you providing though that's the thing is you okay just so, like an overall so you got a non-bald guy with money what are you bringing to the table and the whole thing is because they're always trying to figure out like how do we i guess get these guys and they're like not nah. <laughs> always complaining about the curve and how women only want the top 20 percent of men well that means that the middle needs to get dragged up yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not happy with this either, which means y'all got to try harder. I mean, this is, yeah. I, I can tell you this, like, this is a simple fact. No high value man would ever date one of these women. Uh, zero it's chance. Just 0% chance. It's just the, the well, facts Well, so it. I guess the, the like, definition, because Lilith from her Twitter does have a boyfriend now, and I can't imagine her willingly dating a guy who's not high value based on the 500 hours I've listened to her speak. I promise you. The guy but, she's dating doesn't check any of those boxes. But they, but it might be like he's just so easy for her to bitch around that that counts yeah. kind of thing. Because they said on a previous episode that only 10% of men in the world are high value. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're not getting one of those. No, yeah. you're the just solution not. I, like, first of all. Not when she loses 20 pounds. No offense. but And she has 50 pounds on her boyfriend still. You're like, I don't <laughs> see you getting like. But again, it's not all about looks to them. It's all it, there's intangibles. The and... other thing too is like if you're a high value guy, your chick doesn't speak English this well. <laughs> I mean, I, I've said it before. There's nothing more low value for a woman than having a podcast. Yes, yeah, that's a hundred percent. Oh mean... my god, that's so accurate. <laughs> that is so fucking accurate. Holy shit, that's the most low value thing a woman could do. That's is have as a podcast. low value as it gets. Yeah, it's fuck you, Grin Fisher. <laughs> yeah, we love Grin. So it's not for women to lower their standards, and that's what I mean about this being good for humanity. Because women lowering their standards is just a race to the bottom for everybody. I just think that's overall bad for humanity. Um, yeah, like female se sexual selection in nature is a powerful force for maintaining the health of a population. I, th I, I find it funny that in this study... This, it's like, it's shocking. Yeah. I would bet 90% of people listening to this, it's like a hate listen. I them. don't know, man, maybe, but like they have, their YouTube doesn't do a lot of numbers, but they said their actual uh, podcast, like the audio, I think they said they recently said they hit a million listens. Yeah, but it's, that has to be 90% of people going, have you fucking heard this shit? I guess. I don't know. I never heard of any of this shit before them, so maybe, possibly he says he did it um to see you know why has baldness not been bred out of the human population well because women's ability to by the way everybody make sure to go subscribe to lev's uh youtube channel and instagram and all that stuff to and choose our it's what at the lev fair show i think it, i think if you just i, I put it in it's in the description and the title just at, type in love fair i'll come up yeah, yeah, yeah. it's at the love fair show sexual Much partners has been thank you for coming on severely yeah, severely blast. restricted under patriarchy so i've read and i don't know if he makes this argument in this article but i've read that um increased testosterone actually causes baldness in which case it could just it could be that those guys were they're just more horny in their 20s and 30s yeah more aggressive or psychopathic yeah or like psychopathic all bald men are psychos says the psychos meaning they just have like endless amounts of testosterone and so they're more and that, that makes sense why a lot of villains are portrayed as bald if you haven't noticed yeah like all of the superheroes always have like a full head of, head of hair but like the super villains will be bald yeah and i'm wondering if that says something about like our perception of baldness of, of being a trait of men who have excess testosterone and maybe like slightly sociopathic yeah. it also just reflects how women are attracted to bats <laughs> That's how we got in this fucking COVID pandemic to begin with. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Or psychopathic. Yeah, you look at, like, I don't know, guys like Jeff Bezos or whatever. He looks like a supervillain, right? Like, he looks like Lex Luthor. Um, yeah. 
you know? So yeah, maybe, maybe it is that like, yeah, the increased testosterone causes them to be more, I guess, like aggressive or, you know, sociopathic. That's why they're able to. And the other thing is like men who get male pattern. Bald, I can't think of one serial killer, the famous serial killer who's bald though. Well, they all have a head of hair on them. They all do. It's part of the charm. Right. They were, like, yeah. Like I can't think chicks. of one guy who looked like powder or whatever. Like, no, you know, yeah. they all have hair. So I feel like that instantly you go like, okay, well, there's no serial killers. Yeah, all we're Bobby. talking about is fictional. They're like, oh, these superheroes, like right. villains. Like, this tend not to go bald. Someone says Golden State Killer. Okay, Golden State Killer is bald. bald. Until their 40s and 50s after they've already reproduced, right? So if they've already reproduced in their 20s and 30s when they have a full head of hair, it's not something that gets selected against. Yeah, there's like there's like a whole... um. There's, you guys should just uh, Google bald villains or bald... And- yeah, Golden State Killer was bald. CU characters and there's just like a whole plethora of pictures here of like how many supervillains are bald yeah <laughs> and that can't be a coincidence exactly yeah that's got to be some kind of subconscious thing with humanity the bad news baldness because decreases they uh need per- the villains to look like they have the money to create a <laughs> yeah, villainous <sure>. plot <laughs> you can't just explode a city with fucking a model budget yeah yeah see physical attractiveness just a touch but no matter and it's like and he says the increase in the other domains cancels that out no, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. We want, Sorry. We like men who are attractive. Okay. And again, I have this problem with this idea that women are not visual creatures or whatever, right? It, I don't like this narrative that men keep trying to push that like women are down for whatever or should be down for whatever and shouldn't be allowed to have standards or that we're abnormal for having standards or that we're being unreasonable and making a big deal out of some, you know, a mind. But like nobody thinks that women don't have standards. Like nobody says that. I've never heard that be like, yeah, women really don't have any standards, huh? You know what, though? <sighs> I mean, I look at it like of two. I just think people in general are willing to compromise their standards dramatically. You have to sometimes. Like, imagine you're out there in the world, you're trying to find a partner, and then you're like, I'm not getting anything back. Like, what is the option other than, like you said, improve or reduce your standards? Yeah, but it's also like chicks will, you know, how many chicks are like, I'm banging this guy. He doesn't even have a bed frame or a headboard. Oh, dude, their whole thing is never fuck a guy if he doesn't have a bed frame. That What that means, if a guy doesn't (laughs) have a bed frame, is he's going to fuck you without needing one. Yeah. And he'll only get a bed frame, like, once he's in a relationship with a chick, and she's like, we need a fucking bed frame. Yeah, that's it, dude. That's like one of their main things is never have sex with a guy, never date a guy whose mattress is on the floor. It, they just—it's very clear they just don't understand the the prey. Man, I had a mattress on the floor for a while, and I had no problem. I had one before I, I moved with my chick. Yeah, my bed frame gave it, out because I gained weight, <laughs> and I just left it on the floor. And I was like, we're moving. Fuck it. Yeah. And I threw the mattress out. That was it. Oh man, I liked the mattress on the floor. To be honest, it was comfortable. That Minor. fucking Amazon piece of shit bed frame. Uh, it's some cup. Don't fucking buy it. It's the most popular one. What, what did it look? Oh shit! I, you know what? I think I have that one, and it's been getting <laughs> creaky lately. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, at some point, you better have some ankle guards on. This is going <laughs> to collapse. like middle of the night. <laughs> Fuck, I can go tighten the screws on when I get home. I'm not even joking. Quote, unquote, minor thing that like hair. It just puts, it creates a power dynamic where, you know, women are not in a position to be choosers, where we're always the ones who yeah. are being chosen. You know, it takes away our power. Uh, so I yeah. Okay. I... Retard. <laughs> listen, listen, lady. It's very simple. When it, to, in sex, Women are the choosers. You decide what men get to have sex, hopefully. In relationships, <laughs> in relationships, men decide who's what women get to be in relationships. You hold one gate, we hold the other. It's very simple. Yeah, I mean, Lev, you're, you're bringing a lot to the table here tonight, I will say. Usually I'm thinking from the table. <laughs> Googled, um, why are so many villains bald? 
And um, can't get over in fiction, this. baldness like often equates to the lack of Lex Luthor. Uh, moral fortitude. Many, many villains are recognized as such by their audience, by their shiny shaven noggins. And then it goes on to say, as a matter of fact, in ancient Rome, baldness was considered a gross deformity. Like, so- <laughs> wow. 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 I they also had the haircuts, though, where you had, like, baldness on top. Yeah, the friar tux. of hair. Yeah, yeah, they also, yeah. And also, I think they thought that big dicks were bad, too. That was a sign of, like, stupid people. So, you know, things change, ladies. And guys, they, you know, tend to have a full head of hair. So I can see why that, that would be seen as... <laughs> Italian men have great hair. Yeah, they have great hair. My man is Italian, by the way. Just flexing. But anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's got hair. Anyways, um... So, yeah, besides look at Jason Statham, he's on the short side of the height spectrum. I wonder if that guy just needs fucking uh, Canadian uh, passport. <laughs> he's with her for the passport. He goes, I don't know how to speak English. And he's bald, but he's one of the sexiest dudes in Hollywood. Just look how badass he is. First of all, he's 5'10", so it's not short. I mean, that's yeah, okay, not short, right? right? Yeah. yeah, that's about above average gave height. Up on that attack that. immediately. Yeah, they were hoping that he'd be like some short loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're just trying to pick apart Jason Statham <laughs> as much as possible. You're like, I mean, he's pretty... Got it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I date a guy who's 5'10". I don't see that as a flaw. But again, keep in mind, again, this is another example of the ego stroking that men's magazines do for men of like, oh, yeah, height doesn't matter. Uh, baldness doesn't matter. Look who's at this. Who's saying that? What? Who's saying height doesn't matter? Every short They're guy saying I that. I think they're saying that, like, if you read a Maxim, Maxim's like, it's okay to be short, man. Like, but I don't think they're writing that. They're not. No, no. Maxim is 100% saying it's not okay to be short. He says, hey, are you short? Here's all the other ways in your life you can improve to make up for that. Yeah. That's what Maxim would say. They're not saying, like, oh, it's okay to be short. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're a king. Every short guy so- I know, like, owns a gun. <laughs> like, they're angry, you know? They are. And they should be. I mean, I did a joke about it, but like every war that started is always by some short yeah, guy. Yeah. Sort of short guy or, you know, bald guy. Look how sexy he is. And look how badass he is. You know, you can be like that guy kind of thing, right? All these guys reading this article are thinking they look like Jason Statham. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. Okay. You know, and he's dating Rosie Huntington Whiteley. What a guy. It could be speculated that although the characteristic of baldness decreases a man's perceived physical attractiveness, it increases his perceived social dominance. Well, yeah, well, I guess because like <laughs> the testosterone is associated with dominance and stuff, right? So... But again, do- to me, dominance isn't automatically a good trait in men. In fact, like I kind of, if a guy is like too domineering, it actually is a turn off for me. Yeah, I mean, that, and a lot of primate species are like that. Where there's some primate species that are sociopathic, where the dominance thing, I wouldn't say the females like it, but they don't have as much of a choice. Like chimpanzees are like murderous little bastards. Yeah, and uh, they use like a lot of um, intimidation and violence to like basically get the female population in check. And then there's other primates. Personally, like- I would date a chimpanzee. <laughs> It's not quite a deal breaker for me. Not a deal Apes where <laughs> the pro-social behaviors, yeah, are way, way, way more rewarded. So they're not nearly as violent or um, into the dominance hierarchy. It exists, but it's not as like rigid yeah. as some other yeah. species. So yeah. we're adaptable. Yeah, exactly. Like I, Again, men idealize dominance. They look at dominant men. They, they, they'll even like, celebrate wrong. straight up like incel. Yeah. Like, mass- idealize. No, idealize. We'll cut that. <laughs> there's no editing right men idealize dominance because they because it benefits them first of all for them to be dominant right they want to perpetuate again power self-perpetuating they want to perpetuate the power that they have that that dominance gives them um and i think we need to, we as women need to stop rewarding that shit okay like i i mean if a guy's being really domineering with me it's like ugh, like get away from me you little fucking screw like anyways yeah um fucking screw. stop rewarding sociopathic behavior in men ladies anyways <laughs> studies have shown both <laughs> men is seen as a non-threatening form of social dominance uh like 
according to who, right? <laughs> Anyways, there's a All lot- right, this episode's going to be over soon, by the way. If we get 22 more likes, and I'll give away one more channel membership for the day. large body of literature that shows that although women like physically attractive men, they are also very attractive to signs of high social dominance. I don't see how being bald makes you socially dominant. And also, what's with his... Why is he saying a non-threatening form of social dominance? Like, we literally just talked about how bald guys and villainy is associated with each other, right? Like, yeah. Not in comic books. Not in real life. Saying, like, where is he getting that idea of a non-threatening? That just seems like it's... Has there ever been... Is is Joe Biden... No, there's been... I was going to say, has there ever been a bald president? But there has, what, Eisenhower was bald? JFK, probably after the autopsy. <laughs> after the uh, incident. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's a little bald. That's his own narrative that he's pushing in there. There's no like link to some study, so we're guessing here. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's not linking any studies. It's just like again, this is just shit that men say, right? <laughs> we right. don't have to believe them, right? Understand right, that all don't. communication is persuasion. All all communication is an attempt to persuade, right? And I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, he has an agenda, right? And so you don't have to believe the things that they say. Consequently, it could now be explained how the characteristic was passed on. My speculation is that as humans evolved and the group became increasingly important for survival, males played a more integral role in the family group, and it may have been adaptive to evolve a morphological sign of this dominance-related role, and one that made the adult males appear less threatening and more approachable. (laughs) This is generally how every one of these episodes ends, by the way, is me being like, I can't take it Dude, I feel like Matt David at the end of The Departed. I'm like, just fucking kill me, man. I am killing you by playing low value mail. Like, just fucking shoot me. <laughs> oh. To facilitate interactions with them. No, it's, what mm. the fuck? It's really weird. I don't... <laughs> That's the stupidest conclusion. Where, where is he getting that? That's completely insane. Like, what I said earlier is much more plausible, which is that, yeah, women like hair on men and they reproduce, you know, they don't lose their hair until they're past the age of reproduction. And so, you know, once they've already have kids, they've passed on those genes. Yeah, women like hair know, on men, late. though. It's just not. Until it's too much hair, like the dude who's yeah. like looks like takes his shirt off and he's wearing a sweater, like they don't like that either. Like when I I used to the reason I I used to have long hair and I cut it because uh, anytime I'd go down on a girl, which don't do, don't yeah. do that. Uh, I would have to like in the middle just constantly have to like swipe it away. Like mm. I just felt like such a pussy. <laughs> That's why you cut your hair. Yeah, I was like that's literally the reason because I like literally there's nothing more embarrassing than why everybody's like did you fucking like that? Or you're like <laughs> swooping. <laughs> your hair smells like pussy. Yeah. And because of that, it's just not something that's been selected against. That's a much, much more plausible explanation than this thing of like, oh, humans evolved to be bald so that it could show women that they're dominant, uh, but more approachable. <laughs> yeah, evil psych is just one big psyop to like get us to accept patriarchy as some kind of scientific fact. Yeah. Right. Or like various patriarchal narratives, yeah. various aspects of men. Yeah. Or like, or men's, uh, men's sexual preferences as fact, but women's is malleable. Yeah. I, here's I have this here's problem. the thing about patriarchal narratives. Yeah. They're just easier to listen to. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Even less, if you disagree. Less screeching. <laughs> the frequency is a little more pre- pleasant. <laughs> that, like, yeah. Um, men's sexual preferences are inherently biological and women's are not, right? Like, or that women's are like irrational or something. Final paragraph. Well, damn, that's what I like to hear. Of fucking course. That's the whole reason why you wrote this article is because it's what you want to hear. <laughs> Anyways, right. that said, if you're struggling with the psychological trauma of hair loss, just remind yourself, would you rather be a pretty boy with a head of hair or would you rather be a highly, se- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> or would you be, <laughs> would you rather be a highly intelligent, sexy, dominant, goddamn boss who everyone respects? I think the answer is clear. So this is body positivity for men. I want to like actually share this article on Twitter and be like, we're tired of this body pos- positivity propaganda for men. <laughs> like, this is what this is. <laughs> like, this 
this Maxim magazine, I mean, I haven't seen, but I'm sure they probably have articles about like, you know, why, you know, why it's biological that men like thin women or something like that, right? Like, again, why, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> men are so fucking hostile to women's body positivity, right? Like they, they see women like just existing and not hating their own bodies. And they see that as like a personal attack. But, you know, or, you know, they see an overweight woman, you know, posted, in, you know, in a bikini uh, on the beach or something on Instagram, and they see that as like a political statement, like, oh, you're trying to normalize obesity, or oh, you're trying to do this or that. And it's like, no, you fucking asshole. Like, women just want to exist in our own bodies without judgment. Meanwhile, these guys are very much men into, don't you know, exist in their bodies without judgment. <laughs> what, what, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? You want a thing that even us, the dudes who rule, don't have? That's crazy as fuck. I was, I didn't feel comfortable with my own penis till I was 23. <laughs> I still don't feel comfortable <laughs> with your penis. Well, if I can open your Instagram feed more, you know? <laughs> no, it's fucking... Uh, who wants... That's a crazy goal of live uh, life without body judgment. You should, at times, really fucking hate your body. You should go, fuck, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is basically the goal of me bringing on guests is to just break them like this, too. Oh my no, god! Dude. This is, you're stronger for it though. At the end of the day, I think you two shows after this. I'm all about matching energy. Oh yeah, the crowds are gonna be oh getting it tonight. God, okay. Yeah, yeah. And again, this whole, last paragraph just shows that this whole article is cope, right? He even literally says, "Like that's what I like to hear," right? Men's media is just men telling themselves what they want to hear and then pretending like that's fact. Yeah, it's so bizarre when you're listening to all these like manosphere people. Yeah, that's not what your show is at all. She, you know what's amazing too? I just love that after they finish recording, they just look at each other and go, "We fucking crushed that." Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They go, "Ladies, we did it again." Yeah, the was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, we did." What? What? Facts about how women depreciate in value, etc. Remember, it's just their opinion, and they're just like trying to use it to manipulate you to make them have more sexual advantage. It's not. It's by no means fact, and they ignore shit. They completely ignore shit like this. By the way, like this massive amount of cope. Yeah. About like the entire baldness thing, and like how that's going to make you look really aged like your desired age group is going to look at your balding scalp and be like no yeah like nine times out of ten and that's just the way that is they're going to prefer teen girls are mostly fantasizing over like boy bands and shit yeah in, the, in this last article it's like would you rather be a pretty boy with a head of hair or would you rather be a highly intelligent sexy dominant goddamn boss who everyone respects uh if you look at what young women like most of them like pretty boys with hair it's also that false dichotomy that men do. Like, you can't have a guy you're attracted to who meets your physical standards and is nice to you. Mm, yeah. It's either he has all that, but he's an asshole, or he doesn't have that, but he's a saint. It's complete nonsense. You can have it all, ladies. You can have a guy you are genuinely attracted they to. They don't have can... any of it! <laughs> it's... Why are you saying this? You're single, and you sound like that! That's wild that you're I like, don't even know you can like. have it all. It's not a pizza. <laughs> it's not toppings. You can't just go, I want everything. You can't even have every topping because you put too many <laughs> toppings on the, the structure of the pizza. Right oh, now. my God. I mean, why are, why are we telling people this? This is a dangerous <laughs> thing to tell people. You can wait because you can have it all. No, bitch. The clock is ticking. <laughs> It's fucking ticking, and it sucks, but it's going fast. Love, you've aged like two years since oh the start God, of the Oh, my God, I need a cigarette, dude. The physical standard. We're almost there, we're almost there. Who treats you well. It's not an either-all uh, Yeah, let's be clear. Like, Rob, I think nine times out of ten, people are going to pick, like, prime Johnny Depp, Rob Lowe, Brad Pitt over Jason Statham. Not, it's not too yes! good on Jason Statham. And most of the time, good. we're going to pick fucking Megan Fox, you <laughs> dumb bitch. What the fuck? 
No, yeah. All right, we gotta end this before Lev ruins his career. Back in the <laughs> Hollywood sex symbols. Those are always the guys. Exactly that what you were right? worried yeah. about. And uh, like very handsome, full head of hair, boyish, good looks. Yeah, exactly. Like so. youth and fertility <laughs> is an attractive trait in men as as well as being attractive in women, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I find it so funny how you know men and you know incels especially accuse FDS or feminism of being cope quote-unquote cope when I, I find that this whole you know it's such a projection right like men have all these narratives as cope right and uh, with us it's not cope it's just facts right i mean you can even grow into your looks more what was it like robert pattinson and then the other guy from um the guy from like the high school musical yeah zach efron right I'm like so those guys new accounts to like this video <laughs> guys like started as young actors and like they were really cute and all like they had a really big girl following and the reason they're still around is because like women find them attractive right yeah like, so and they're still attractive jason statham's like an action hero but like that's kind of his niche he's been typecasted yeah yeah he's not necessarily like oh hollywood sex symbol in the same way these other guys are yeah yeah and as savannah said like this is a, a false dichotomy you know we talk in female political strategy how men use these sort of false binaries like the madonna whore complex and so on to sort of pigeonhole women and to force them to make trade-offs and the reality of the situation is women want a guy who is attractive socially competent intelligent and sexy and respectable like we want all of the above this isn't uh you know an either or situation this is a you know women look at attraction more holistically than than men so so this entire article is cope we're mad at it uh this entire article is cope it's fucking podcast of theirs is cope wrong women like hot guys women like hair die mad baldies die bad tired of seeing your scalp shouting in the sun wrap some coconut oil <laughs> we're just here pointing out all the lies. wrap some coconut oil on the edges and uh get rogaine so un- <laughs> yeah get so some fucking un- rogaine un- get some hair transplant un- surgery okay like you know women you know the men worst do- is they'll sometimes crack jokes and then they're all laughing at like cackling these chicks walk up to you after a comedy show and go do you think women are funny and yeah go, and you don't say anything they go we're funny yeah of course we're they go really we're funny, funny. They go, we could have got up there like oh but hair transplant surgery is so expensive that's like ten to twenty thousand dollars and it's like first of all you can go to turkey and get it for like tw- two thousand dollars first of all secondly where's little turkey <laughs> turkey uh, second of all <laughs> another um, one women oh, of course probably spend at least ten thousand dollars on our hair like minimum if you add up all the costs you know of like cutting your hair shampoo products styling oh, that's, tools that's and yeah like guys buy shampoo too we don't like <laughs> lord it over women with like an itemized like look how much money i spent on shampoo <laughs> yeah it's amazing too like the uh the, the fucking hair transplant costs exactly what tits cost <laughs> It's funny. Hold on. That definitely adds up to probably over $10,000, right? And so, Scrote, get on our level, okay? Like, you know, yeah, get on our <laughs> Instead of lowering the bar for women, we should raise the bar for men. There we go. Me and his female only podcast on the internet. Die mad, yeah. Die mad. Bye. <laughs> All right, love. That's it. That was it. How did, how did you, you, know you like so it? You want to do more? You know, it's so crazy. You got the fucking. At the start stones? of this, Daddy goes, you know, we got, in case you want to do two episodes. <laughs> I go, you know, never know. This is insane. We dude. did like one and a half, though. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just for people because we did skip from 62 to, I think this is this was now 65. I'll by myself finish 63 and 64. Not tonight. <laughs> Episode Not tonight. 84. They're like, <laughs> we have terrible news. Savannah ate Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> we're down to two, we're down to two hosts. <laughs> well, well oh. I just don't. <laughs> Tough listen, though, huh? Yeah, that was... uh, Real tough listen, because it's not even like they have a lot of logic. It just doesn't really make sense. I mean, that's bad. That's like when you you 
are like an, like when you're back as an open micer and you yeah. hear your open mic friends start probably and you're like wow no one will ever listen to this no and that's like the quality level of this yeah it's bad but we do listen to <laughs> it all right well thanks very much everybody for joining us uh on this episode uh please if you want to support the show and you get access to the audio early and all sorts of other stuff patreon.com slash low value mail or low value mail dot locals.com lev yeah. Where can they where can they find you? Uh February 9th. Come to the stand. Love Fur and Friends. It's a really fun show. You crushed the last one. Yeah, that on was there. super fun. Yeah, they're always killer. And I'm gonna be in your home country, February sixteenth through nineteenth in uh the comic strip in Edmonton. Edmonton, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, um, all the uh Albertans out yep. there, if you live near Edmonton, go check out Lev and uh the Love Fair Show on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to him. He has a great podcast. Yeah, follow my on. Instagram, please, at LEVFER, Twitter, all that bullshit. All that shit. I'll put it in the comments yeah, below. I'll come uh, back, too. I mean, like, dude, obviously, I hate anytime, this, but dude, I love you, think you I like so this? much. You think I like this? <laughs> dude, you don't understand. You've been looking at the chat. Yeah, Nobody yeah. likes this. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody likes this. We don't know why we do it. We just, like, started That's it and go, clip. like, it's just like we got to get to the end of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, We're yeah. just now we got to get to the end. But nobody likes this shit. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, back Tuesday night with a new episode of Low Value Mail. Wednesday, a new episode of The Bathhouse. Yeah. I will see you then. Thank you, Lev. I appreciate you, man. All right, baby. All right. Good night, everybody. Oh, actually, we got a little outro for, for y'all, for the supporters. For you know it, all my shit heroic Empathic abilities, yeah, my face be also stoic Bleep, blow up, nigga, that just means I'm working They see me as a leader, so that's why I'm Captain Kirkin These charts from the stars, that much is for certain You can feel this hit if you up or if you hurt I'm raising my stock, not talking my feet, it's some Birkin Number Johnny Five, got a fucking short circuit Bring the track to life when I spit phenomenal When I hit, she feel that shit in her abdominals These rappers make me laugh like comic view, they comic through. You know I got a ball out, I hit the track running just like Sonic do They don't want to turn on my light switch Turn on my light switch. Yeah, they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, now we pulling up fresh on some flight shit. Ha. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, they was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, now they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, I'm pulling up fresh on some